Hello, everybody. It's your girl, Hato. And your girl, Halima. And welcome to Let's Talk Bantus. In today's episode, um, we are going to be talking about being a Black Muslim in America. And um, we're going to speak a little bit about um, the whole Somali versus Somali Bantu versus Kisagula topics. And today we have two amazing guests. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself. Hi, guys. My name is Holly. I'm 21, <laughs> and I live in Kent, Washington. Okay. And I'm Zula. And she is Kisugula. Gotta put that out there. Nice. I'm gonna let him introduce himself. Oh, my name is Liban. Uh, I'm from Kent, Washington. I'm a Somali guy, and uh, that's pretty much it. Okay. Okay. Thank you, guests, for introducing yourselves. We're just going to go ahead and have Halima start off with a disclaimer. Um, so, disclaimer, we're talking about sensitive topics that can be triggering to some listeners, such as topics related to race, abuse, etc. In regards to these topics, research has been done, and we also include our own opinions and experiences. These messages are coming from somebody who is Somali, Hizgura, and Hamai. Anyways, okay, let's go. Okay, <laughs> let's get into it. Okay, so today's episode is actually kind of different um not only are we hearing from four people's like perspectives um but we're also kind of diving deep into like some sensitive topics i do want to say that we're not trying to call anybody out we're not trying to you know shame any race but i feel like we do need to speak on these topics just because people are still experiencing um I guess judgments being placed on them for being, you know, a certain race or ethnicity. So I do feel like it's important to talk about it. Um, so we're going to go ahead and start off with kind of speaking about being a black woman in America. Um, Halima, you want to kind of start us off? <laughs> so Halima, can you give us a little bit of your, first of all, how long have you been in America? Do you think? Um, it's almost been like 15 years. Uh, 15 years? Okay. 15, so years. kind of give us your experience of being a black woman in America for 15 years. Um, personally, being African literally means absolutely nothing to a lot of people. Uh -huh. um, I never really like had to worry about, you know, that part of my identity because for the most part, people see me and they'll automatically know that I'm Muslim and that I'm black. So it just like... You know, just straight to the point, you know, racism. Mm -hmm. um, back in middle school, though, shit was tough back then. Because, like, personally, I've never had any white people come at me with any type of, you know, racism or disrespect. You know, they be saying slash shit, but it's like, it's some shit that I could really just ignore. Right. But, like, in middle school, niggas, niggas. Black men so it's on some shit. So, your experience is more so, like, being African and then yes. African Americans are yes. the ones that are dark skin and being so you're feeling like it's it's you experience a lot of colorism. Yeah, it was way more race. colorism than racism for okay. me. Okay, um, like in elementary school, like specifically, like back in like first grade, mm -hmm. I had maybe my one experience was with this one white kid who was like in fifth or fourth grade, mm -hmm. and he used to pull off my hijab every single day uh -uh. at school. Like, every single day. And back then, I was a crybaby. I mean, I was also, like, eight. Right. So. What can you do at this point? Honestly, I used to just cry about it. And, like, my uncle would get so pissed. Like, after after a month of it happening, I told my uncle, they were like, oh, you better talk to your principal. 
And I told my principal, and that bitch did not do nothing. She did not do shit. Right. She was like, maybe he likes you. Yeah. Maybe y'all should just talk about it. Girl, I'm in first grade. What's there to talk about? Tell that man to leave me alone. But, mm-hmm. yeah, besides him, nothing. Mm-hmm. And, like, in high school, my freshman year, this guy called me a nigga. A nigga. Mm-hmm. A white guy? No, it was a it was a light-skinned man. <laughs> and it was, like, <laughs> and it was like in the middle of the hallway. Because I had accidentally bumped into him. And he was like, watch where you're going. Nigga. Nigga. And I was like, damn. The hard. The hard ER. And it was surrounded <laughs> by white people. Wow. Like, white people saw it happening. And they well, how just old? Laughed. I was like 14. Wow. And the nigga was a senior. I'm it was so embarrassing. I'm not trying to interrupt you, but. You know, there's some black people that hate being black. Yes, he was. I definitely think he was one of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's when they just start talking all that nonsense and shit. They just hate their skin tone. Right. That shit was a mess. Okay. mm, But yeah, I really just experienced like a lot of colorism growing up. And besides like elementary school, that shit did not even stop until like my uncle intervened and they just put me in a different recess period, which is so stupid. It was so dumb. Like, why would you move me out of the situation? I'm not the one. Your thumb was being troubled. Like, for real. Right. Somebody yeah. talked to that nigga's kitten, like, parents and shit. Right. But it's whatever, you know. Okay, so kind of give us a update now that now you're older. What are you experiencing now as being a black woman or African woman in America? Now, well, um, besides the internet, I don't really face that shit. Like, I'd be hearing sly shit and I'd be like peeping the colorism because it's still be happening even even within my friend group sometimes you can just peep some shit and it's like yeah that's definitely rooted in anti-blackness and stuff mm-hmm. that's not my business just like I can I can tell you you're wrong all day long I can explain everything to you I can tell you why the way that you're thinking is incorrect and nothing can change if you don't want it to change so personally I don't really feel like explaining to people why racism is bad every fucking day it gets exhausting it do. like at this point is there's no excuse to be ignorant like, i literally just go on the internet is so free bro like when i tell y'all google is free you don't even gotta pay for that shit right you got a phone you want as well but like other than that um the only type of like things i really worry about is like the internet because that's really when people you know people you've never met before based their opinion shit. on you yeah. right Okay. But it's never, like, in person. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for that. So, Liban, can we get your um, experience of being a black man in America? How long have you been in America? Um, about, like, 17, going on 18. 18 years? Okay. Can I give us your experience of being a black man in America? Man, uh, where do I start? Right. <laughs> so, I mean, growing up, it was, like, it wasn't that bad mm-hmm. because you know as a kid you're like you don't really know what's really going on but right. as you grow older you you'll start to notice a few things mm-hmm. so i'll just cut to like by the time i applied for like my first job how old were you 16. 16 okay so i was like you know i was excited to get out there and you know look for a job trying mm-hmm. to make my own money right um i went to go apply for baskin robbins uh it was a simple job, you know, everybody working fast food. So why not? Why not go see like, what I could do? Um, I applied. Um, they called me for an interview. Mm-hmm. 
after the interview, I dressed up nice and everything. Like, mm-hmm. My guy, I was like 10 out of 10. <laughs> and the lady at the end, um, she's like, well, um, she got a call. And mm-hmm. she's like, well, at the at this point, um, like, we kind of already filled the position. And I kind of felt bad for interviewing you at this time. But um, we can't hire you. Um, and you know why. Wow. I know why. I, um, I, I let it go. As I was driving home, <laughs> as I was driving home, no, I started to, I started to think about what she was talking about. Uh-huh. Then it hit me. I went back. <laughs> I, felt, I, feel, I felt like, I felt like a camera for one moment. You know, I called, <laughs> I called everybody, man. I was like, hey, bro, like you guys got to get this girl fired or something, you know, because uh-huh. I'm not going through this. Right. And, it didn't seem real to me at the time. Right. Even even like um, this one homeless guy just a few weeks ago, uh-huh. he didn't want to take anything from me because of how I look. And a homeless guy. A homeless guy. So in my head, I was like, okay, what? No, it'd be true. If like homeless people money, do be a little racist. True, <laughs> if it's not money, bro. Yeah. Okay. I seen him eat eating trash. Right. Like some food out of the garbage. So basically, and, this homeless guy is saying you're not even like the trash is more important. You he'd rather take something from the trash than some from a black man. It's horrible. Man. Wow. It's horrible. So, so I just man, I was like, you know what? First of all, I'm not. If it's a homeless person, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be iffy about that. Mm-hmm. And your sign gotta say something really good, you know, for me to like go out there. But um, at the end of the day, all I think about is like what what I'm gonna gain from a lot not not from what i'm gonna get from these people right you know i don't really care like oh you know he gave me this or he did that Mm -hmm. as long as Allah knows what my intention was that's all i need right but um it's really hard man and especially like coming from a different country and speaking a different language Mm -hmm. that's a whole other barrier that you got to get through it's really hard right Okay, first of all, I just want to say, white people, <laughs> you can't be homeless. Like, Liban was nice to try to give you money, but if I see a white person, I'm not going to give you money because how are you fumbling white privilege? Like, you, I'm not giving a white man money because you have every opportunity to become successful. And if you fumble that, that's some so that's something you need to work on on yourself, okay? So, y'all lucky that Liban even tried to give y'all money and then you're going to turn him down? Like, what? First of all, we gonna leave it there. Thank you, Levan. Um, yeah, no, we gonna we gonna come back to each of you guys. Know, ask you guys follow up questions. Um, so Holly, can you tell us about your experience of being a black woman or African woman in America? Because apparently, there's a difference between a black woman and an African woman for people in America. <laughs> you know, crazy. <laughs> like I didn't know that. Like it's such a, that you really need to specify like what mm-hmm. you are to these black people because obviously they're like. Oh, no, you're not black. You're African. Like, okay, girl. I didn't know that your colonizers gave a fuck about what you were. We can talk about that later on, though. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we'll get into that. So can you go ahead and tell us about your experience? With my experience, when I was younger, it all started off with black people. I started receiving hate from black people because I was African. 
And um, the school we went to, the white people was chill as hell. It was yeah. always the little black kids. Ooh, the little black kids. Yeah, the, the, the yeah. schools. Jake and Jake, like, they, they, they was chill. Yeah, we, was we all had white, white friends. Yeah. yeah. Especially you, bitch. All the white <laughs> And I hated them. Like, especially you. No, <laughs> them white people was really yeah, nice. They and they're very accepting. Cool. It white was people just, really do be chilling. It was them little black. Mm. Yeah, it was literally receiving hate from, like, black people and stuff, you know? But, like, I didn't let that phase me. I really didn't give a fuck. It's just like, okay, cool, it's whatever. Like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, nigga, your niggas be wanting us, period. We'll <laughs> 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 leave that to the side. Yeah, I started receiving hate from black people when I was younger. As, you know, as, as I started to get older and shit, it all started to come from white people. And, you know, that really, like, triggered my anger, like, to the point where I started to get violent. And, you know, I was I really was not fucking with that. But at the same time, nigga, don't disrespect me because of my skin tone or where uh-huh. the fuck I came from. You know, like, this one day in middle school, this white, this little white boy, he called me a nigger. So I started punching on him. Yeah. He was the same height. Like I said, he triggered my anger. Like, I started punching on him. And then, you know, the uh, PE, it was during PE, and then the PE teacher, you know, he took us to the principal's office, whoop-de-doo, whatever, and the motherfucker went to tell the principal that he called me a beggar. Like, what type of sense does that make? Like, you call me a nigger, and you're telling the principal that you call me a beggar. I ended up being suspended, and the principal went to tell me that this Caucasian white dude... That his family is fucking black. He has black in his family. Whoop de doo. Niggas talking about his family's black. He's not gonna call you a nigger. He'll never call you that. Whoop de doo. I was. What the fuck would that even have to do, do with anything? Like, really though, even if exactly. he was black, I would feel offended. Like, don't call me that nigga. I don't know. Yeah, you. you feel me? I'd rather have nigger coming from a black person, honestly, than a white person. But nigga, you're white as hell, nigga white like milk and you're calling me a nigger and you, the principal's trying to tell me he'll never call me a nigger he got black in his family whoop to do no you know and this is i don't know i don't know who be letting that type of shit slide but me i get violent with it because i don't like being disrespected at all as you said period and you know i received a lot of hate from white people like this homeless lady you know me and my friend we was in the bus one day coming from school, you know, and there was these two couples running, trying to get to the bus, and I heard this white lady talking about, I hope you don't make you fucking black bitch. You know, she was whispering and shit, but you know how I can hear again. And then I was like, what the fuck? I didn't even know the lady or anything like that. So me and my friend, we turned around like, what the fuck did you just call her? She was like, oh, I didn't say nothing. I was like, bitch, I heard you. So I smacked the bitch in the motherfucking bus. <laughs> Bro. I mean, that should just kind of tell you, obviously, people are very fed up with you racist folks like this is not our grandparents and our ancestors like generation like people in this generation like they just so fed up to the point where you will get hit so stay in your lane exactly please stay in your lane well thank you for your um experience holly uh that was a very violent experience (laughs) um she was smacking smacking everybody from male to female (laughs) Um, so as far as me, I'm, I would like to say that, like, I've never really experienced any racism from, like, white people, like, 
when I was younger. And I didn't really experience much of like colorism from black people as well when I was younger. But as I started to, you know, get older or whatever, and I kind of like the band when I was in the work field, that's kind of where I started to feel or see that like there is racism going on. Because um when I was my first job was at like a fast food, it was at Domino's, and when I was working there. Let me just tell y'all, like, I'm a really good worker. Like, I think I was one of the best workers at Domino's. And people who's working with me can vouch for this, that I'm a really good worker. And, like, I got promoted when I was, like, 18 to a, ma- a manager position, you know? And, like, I was better than the GM. Let's just say that. Like, I was so good that I was doing work for the GM. And that's the general manager. If you don't know what a GM is. I was doing work for the GM. But I was getting paid, like, the lowest out of everybody. And there would be, like, white people coming in, and they would get, like, promoted to, like, a manager position. And I began paying more than me. And they were not even doing half the work that I was doing. And I felt like it was a lot of racism going on in like the work industry for black people. That's why I promote people to be entrepreneurs because why give white people the privilege to even decide how much you should get paid, what you should get paid, you know? And if you're ever gonna look for a job, make sure that the people that are hiring you, make sure the people that are in charge of your money are black. Because these white folks, like, they're going to play with your money like it's nothing. They don't even care. Like, they will literally pay you pennies compared to the people who's not even. And then they'll work you like crazy. Like, you're going to be doing the most work and get paid the least. Like, no, baby. But I think that's, like, one of the only times I've kind of experienced, like, racism was in the work field. And then, you know, I just left that place because, no. And, um... As far as like colorism from black people, like, you know, I see that very much too. And I just feel like that's kind of like a self-hate issue. I cannot help you with that because you hate yourself. You're going to try to project that onto me because you feel like, okay, like, you know, white people hate me, but I can hate them because they're African. So you're trying to project your insecurities onto me and baby, that can't work because I can't feed you what you want me to feed you. You want me to make you feel better about yourself because white people hate you and I can't do that for you. And it's fucked up because we receive more love from white people than black people. Like, And then you guys wonder why Africans don't like you guys. I see a lot of black people or African American people trying to act like they don't know like why Africans don't fuck with them. Yeah. Or like, you know, they be like, oh, guys, I don't know why Africans You guys love calling us African booty scratchers and everything. Uh-huh. Like, we literally receive more love from white people than our own kind. Like, it's it's sad. It's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, I don't understand why African Americans really don't understand that they're freaking Africans. Really? Like, the only difference is you've been in America way longer and you was born here. Was born but here. that's literally the only thing. Like, we have some African kids that was born here. But you don't see their asses thinking that they white. Like, Anyways, oh, um, please don't laugh, my nigga. Please, <laughs> I'm tired. You know, I'm gonna just leave this here and I'm gonna edit that out. Um, so I kind of wanted to change gears a little bit, but not really even change gears, just add on to another topic. Um, you know, for us Africans, like, not only is it like, not only are we fighting this ongoing battle with black people and trying to just be accepted into society for black people like you know african americans but we're also um muslims so not only are we battling this like language barriers and trying to understand the native language in america which is english but now we're muslims so not only are we targeted for the color of our skin but now we're targeted for the religion that we chose to practice um 
So I do kind of want to get you guys' opinion because all four of us are Muslims and we are African and we are in America. So I just kind of want to get you guys' experience and things you guys have faced and challenges that you guys um went through. So Libyan, we're gonna start off with you. Um, basically, um, being black Muslim in America is isn't that hard, in my opinion, to to be. Like, as a guy, you know, um, like certain things, I can hide the fact that I'm Muslim, but I can't hide the fact that I'm black. Mm -hmm. um, can I also add something? Go ahead. I also think it's easier because you live in like a place like Seattle, where a lot of people are black Muslim. There's like a big Somali population and a big African population and a big Muslim population in Seattle. Yeah, so I guess I could. Yeah, I mean, Go ahead. yeah, like it's very diverse over here, but um, like just certain things, like I don't have to wear a thobe every day. I don't have to um, have a kufi on. I don't have to have certain things where, which someone can tell that I am Muslim. Mm -hmm. But um, I wouldn't. I'm not saying hide it, but I'm just saying like you guys can't compare it to like we can't compare it to like the females. Right. They can't hide it. Um, that's and if they choose to, like, that's them. That's oh, not nice. us, you know. Yeah. Um, like just certain things. Like, I just wish that that didn't happen because right now I'm trying to become a pilot, an airline pilot, and one of the things that I'm like worried about is like for the longest I was worried about my name. Uh, like you don't want to hear, hey, this is your captain speaking, uh, Mr. Mohammed. Right. Like they don't want to hear. They don't want that. Yeah. So, just, so, so I mean, that's true though. Like yeah, when so, like, it's funny. Like, and I don't even think you guys ever heard that. I don't think like unless you like flying in a different country, but mm -hmm. in America, you won't hear that. No. A few weeks ago, I met my first African American pilot. Like that was the first wow. time I ever seen one. Maybe it's because like they don't come downstairs or they don't do anything. You won't like see that, them in spirit. But, but, <laughs> <laughs> for real. You won't see them in spirit. Like, like, they're gonna put us in the low low. Like you know, um, you won't see one in our American Airlines first class. No, you won't see them in spirit because that's how they feel about us. You know, yeah. they think we should be driving the trash lowest. Trash, you know, like, oh, yeah. exactly. That's when you think about spirit, you think about dusty. Who's driving the dusty? Black people. You know. It only comes twice a day, so it's just like. That's crazy. But um, but yeah, like you know, just certain things that I wish that I didn't like for the longest. I hated like you know. I mean, Muhammad is a very common name. You mm -hmm. know, it was, I was just prophet. like you know what? Let me yeah, and and it is the name of the prophet, so I can't really hate on that. Mm -hmm. But like the thing is, um, just looking at it at all these type of perspectives, but. It's just when you base your expectations on only what you see, you could blind yourself to the possibilities of a new reality, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, I like that. Yeah, man, like just it's not it's not as hard, but we do face some a lot of things, you know. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Go next. Yeah, go ahead and go next. Okay. Um, so basically my name is Halima, you know. <laughs> Very common, very, very common, very much, you know, when you think of Muslim names, I feel like Muhammad, Abdi, Halima, Amina, you know, those are common names. Are you, are you thinking about Somali names? That's, uh, 
a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people who, not just Somali people, have like very Muslim, like Halima's a very Muslim name. Mm-hmm. You know, the prophets, um, what was her, what do you call them? Um, she would, she took care of the prophet. She was like a nurse. I forgot what you would call them. You say caregiver. Yeah, caregiver. You know, Muhammad, the prophet's name. Abdi. Slave. No, no, that's what I know, but I'm trying to. I was thinking about a few. I was thinking about I mean, I mean, Abdi. You got to add some at the end. Yeah, like Abdi Karim. I can't only think of that one. And but yeah, so you know, my name is very Muslim, I guess. And in Tacoma, at the time when I was growing up, I was always the only Muslim, like only female Muslim girl in my in like my whole school. Each and every school I went to until like my sophomore year of high school. So niggas knew I was different. And it's not like I could hide the fact that I was different because when I was younger, I really liked wearing my hijab. Like I hated the way my hair looked. And I never could really explain the meaning behind it at the time. But like I was cool with wearing it, even though, you know, I had a teacher in kindergarten who used to tell me to take it out every single day. No, uh, yeah. a teacher? Yeah, it was so much. Telling you to take off your scarf? Yeah, she said it was just, like, at the time she would say that it's very distracting to the what? other kids. But I don't even think it's that, because I just have a lot of personality. <laughs> so, you know, niggas are just fucking with me, you know? It's not even my head scarf, it's just me, sis. But yeah. Mm. And then, I like, like first grade, niggas was taking off, you know, bullies. And then just, you know, I always have my scarf on, you feel me? Um, so... It was obvious I was Muslim, and a lot of people wouldn't really attack me for my... It was mostly, like, adults who would come at me for my religion, but at the time, I was a child, and to me, I wouldn't, like, defend myself, because it's just, like, it doesn't even matter like this. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't a big deal for me. Like, mm-hmm. I was eight. I'm not going to explain to you what the hell my religion means. Girl, leave me alone. Right. So... Um, like as a child, niggas was niggas was really calm. Like kids my age were calm. It wasn't even until like middle school, like throughout elementary school, niggas will always ask me, Oh, do you have hair under there? Oh, aren't you hot? Isn't it hot outside? And okay. Be, like sorry to barge in, but like <laughs> stop asking us dumbass questions like that. Like <laughs> Do you shower with it on? Like, are you dumb? Oh my God, like you sound so stupid when you ask somebody like, "Aren't you hot?" And it is, bitch. If I was hot, I would tell you. <laughs> Sorry for my profanity, but if I was hot, I would say it. Like, "Oh my god, I'm hot," and I would take it off. You feel me? So stop asking people if they hot. Stop, stop asking people if they got hair. Like, I, I understand if you want to be curious, but Google's free. Google it. If you shower like, with it on. Are you done? Like the shower car. one always like. I That's think the one that really triggers me. Though. The shower one is so stupid. Like, <laughs> really so stupid. you guys cannot be that dumb. And like, like and, 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 and your dad see? Because I used to like tell people, oh, um, men can't see my hair. Yeah. And I used to like show girls I knew my hair because it's like, oh, it's whatever. You feel me? Right. But you know what's crazy? Like, but, e- even within like, the Christian religion, like you're supposed to cover you're supposed up. To cover like up. you know, they just normalize not covering up so much that like mm-hmm. when they see somebody who's covered, it's like, <gasps> like. Oh my God! Like you're being um, what's the word? Mm, no, you're being um. 
ah, what is the word? Like they feel like we're being, we're like forced to like wear this. And we're, yeah, you know, oppressed. Yes, they they feel like we're being oppressed. Like, oh my god, like you know, are you okay? Do you have to do. Yeah. And it's like, baby, you're supposed to be covered up too. You just mm-hmm. don't know your religion like that. Why you don't know your religion? Because so many people in the religion, you know, the Christianity religion, religion changed it so much up. that it's no longer even the Christian religion. You know, mm-hmm. because you're supposed to do the same thing that we do as Muslims. As Muslims you know. Yeah. The most similar, literally, religion to Muslim. And then, and then there'd be like um, nuns walking around covered from head to toe, but don't nobody be saying nobody shit like that to the nuns, shit. like you know. But, but like looking at it like this, um, Christianity nowadays, it's whatever church you belong to, you're gonna follow that church. You're not following the teachings. You're just following what the church says. Right. The, the pastor say the pastors were not. Here back then, they don't know what the fuck is going on. They just change it so much. They change it so much. Go Which to any church, you're gonna hear something different. different. Mm-hmm. Which is why I say like you're not gonna hear that in mass. I think we try to entertain it like, okay, um, oh, are you guys supposed to be doing that, or are you guys supposed to be doing this? Yeah, no. I really don't care. Oh, They're just so bothered about Muslims. Like we don't be going around asking Christian people, oh, are you supposed to be doing that? Are you, is that even allowed in your, in your religion? People always ask Muslims that out of your religion. Are you supposed to do And they be like, oh my God, like you can't eat pork. Baby, you're not supposed to eat pork either. It's not that in your Bible. Like, either way, my love, do you read your Bible? Like, you shouldn't, either way, you shouldn't eat. I don't don't care if it's part of the religion. Like, it's dirty. Why would you want to put dirty animals? They they just be trying to act so, like, surprised by the, you know, the Islamic religion when it's literally the same as their religion, Mm -hmm. but they just don't understand religion like you just simply put that you don't know what religion is mm-hmm. you know instead of trying to come here and act like you know religion is such like or the islamic religion is so like this exotic religion because really jews and nuns and all of them they cover up from head to toe but nobody said none to them because they're of a lighter complexion so it's easier to just let them do whatever they want but you know but yes like in middle school really um, first of all, the 9-11 thing, it didn't even, like, personally, I didn't even think of 9-11 until maybe about third grade, and I, it really, like, nobody would, nobody was really coming to me like that, like, I know adults would look at me some sort of way, but sometimes I'd be like, oh, they never seen a black girl before or some shit, you know, <laughs> but in middle school, niggas was, like, there was niggas that was real-life bullies, like, real-life Islamophobic, like, it was an issue, like I'd be wearing my hijab, minding my own business, my my own business. I'm not talking to any of y'all. And niggas would be asking stupid ass shit. Oh, you got a bomb in there? And when ISIS became a thing in like around high school, yeah, niggas was going crazy. Like, what's up with the whole? Can you hijack my computer? Can you like? Are you dumb? <laughs> like, remember, like uh, oh god. Two ways that people knew that I was Muslim is. Either back in back in school is like culture of the day. I think that was yeah, called, like, the cultural multicultural. Night. Yeah, shit. or those um, be so fun. Mm-hmm. Or like during Ramadan, like, hey, bro, you want some water? Nah, nah, man, I'm fasting. So then, oh man, this guy's Muslim. Don't let Ramadan like, they, come around during school. Don't when all the oh all goodness. the Muslims don't show up on Eid and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, it don't make no sense, but. And I want to go back to when you was talking about um, it's worse for what female Muslim females than the guys and shit. I don't know. I feel like 
I I, mean, I feel like I disagree. I mean, maybe in Seattle. Yeah, I know, disagree since we're, too. Like, since we're hella diverse, maybe in Seattle is, you know, easier, you mm-hmm. know, for you guys and shit. But like, I feel like at a state, it's, uh, you know, it's worse because like, at the end of the day, nigga, like, you're a man, you're black, and you're Muslim. They're going to be coming for you guys before they come for the don't let them know. I mean, let them gonna, don't let them know your name. Like, but like, it's just like niggas can tell though. Like, oh, they motherfuckers can. can tell that you're Muslim, and they can also they can tell if you're African too. And people like to assume and stuff. You know, they don't, they'll push it together. Boom, yeah. Especially living in Seattle, motherfuckers gonna assume like, okay, once they know that you're Somalian, you're Muslim automatically and shit. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. I. I I mm-hmm. really disagree with your part. And personally, yeah. oh, and another thing about you know growing up, you know, wearing the hijab and everything. Um, what I don't know, I feel like people should do a social experiment, like go outside with no hijab on or with a turban on, and then you know wrap your head once, and then go outside with a jilbab. Like the whole experience, like niggas will treat you completely different. They do, like especially with the whole What's... jilbab, with the whole fit on, yeah. with the burkas. <laughs> And everything, niggas. What's, niggas what's, what's so up? What's up with Muslim men thinking that you know they can talk to you differently based off the way that you dress? You know, I, I I never understood that. They feel like okay, this girl she don't got a scarf on, so you know we can approach her differently. I can exactly. approach her sexually. I can mm-hmm. approach her. You know, last time I checked, I thought she was Muslim. So regardless of the way somebody is dressed, you're taught not to judge mm-hmm. nobody. You're taught not to. You know, come off as sexual with any woman, no matter uh-huh. how she's dressed. Yeah, oh, you're gay, you're gay. <laughs> right. With so, so it's like for them, and their excuse is, well, she doesn't have on her scarf. She doesn't respect herself. She like, did a, baby, like, what is me not respect? How is me not respecting myself going to get you into heaven if you mm-hmm. approach me sexually? You know. And also, so uh, for a lot of two people, wrongs don't make a right. And for a lot of people, it's like it's a struggle to have your hijab on or to like start wearing your scarf correctly. Like, people struggle with that all the time. A lot of females only feel pretty when their hair is out because that's the only time they're complimented. Yeah. You know? And, like, you can't come at them. First of all, some niggas will come at you sexually or they'll be like, oh, you're going to hell. Or, like, whoa. You can't never win for losing. Whoa. Like, that's how I get my job. It's when you don't have your you don't headscarf. Have your headscarf on and stuff. You know, oh, yeah, that's, that's crazy. And like that's, that's really, really crazy. How we really be and another job. thing is, I need niggas to stop thinking they can talk to me just because... You know, I went from like when I was working at Chick Fil A, I came in there. Whoa, 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 whoa. Turn up. You're working at Chick Fil A. <laughs> you got accepted to a white place. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Like, Girl. You worked at Chick Fil A and you didn't tell me. You oh, lit. <laughs> yeah, I used to work at Chick Fil A. You lit. Low key, when I was talking about the racism thing, I mean, oh, being yeah, no, being black far. and that's, that's um, too far for some Chick Fil A, right? Being black and um. In America, I should have talked about the Chick Fil A experience. Oh, Chick Fil A basis, y'all. I'm gonna just yeah, they are. <laughs> but lie, when I was working there the at the time, yeah, with my scarf on and everything, the only reason why I got the job was because the guy interviewing me, I could tell he had a crush. On, I mean, yeah, nigga, I'm bomb. Period. <laughs> <laughs> but he like he I I was like the only person in that interview that got the job, and once I got the job, the nigga was not letting me go. Like, you'd be like, oh, can you take that off of me? Blah, 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 blah. Like, yo, why do you Take that off as in your scarf? Yeah. And, like, he'd be talking to me in 
Uh-uh. It was very, like, why are you so comfortable talking to me like that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. My friend used to work at Chick-fil-A. Mind you, she was black. And Eric, she was the only black person. They you know how them Chick-fil-A me. pants be making your... Mm-hmm. Booty be, be looking so good. Booty be looking fantastic. Look though, all the white girls have some nice ass pants. I'm mind you, they gave my bitch some baggy ass pants, bro. <laughs> <laughs> she was working with some. She was the only black person. Like they gave her some baggy pants. Like she spoke to the manager and stuff. The manager was like, "Oh, that's the only size we have." It'd be distracting. Like sometimes people just got fuller bodies. Like what I'm supposed to do with that? Like you can't really do shit about that. Right. Nigga, give me the size that I want to put on, nigga. Mm-hmm. But, That's crazy. But yeah, nigga was just. I mean, for guys, like I feel like they shouldn't judge because I, I I just feel like for everybody, you shouldn't judge someone just because you sin differently than mm-hmm. they do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's them. That's right. between them and God and stuff. But, you feel yeah. me? Just let people do their own thing because at the end of the too, day, yeah. you hating, talking all that shit is gonna get you to hell. While the person make it repent what, and change exactly, their life. Exactly. You know? But what's what's up with men thinking like, okay, like they will, and this is for you, Levan. Like, <laughs> yeah, question for you. What like you said, what, you like like what is up with men? Like they always trying to look for a woman that's like not religious. You know, and then when they find somebody that's, they always be like, oh, yeah, like for example, like they they'll come across your like Instagram or like your Facebook or whatever, and they'll be like, okay, this girl like you know she got on makeup, she's wearing like tight attire, she's not religious, right? And they come talk to you like a certain way, like you know you know that okay, this person like he's trying to fuck or you know he's trying to do something sexual just because of the way he's speaking to me, and then it's like especially for me, I feel like a lot of people misjudge me based off like what I wear and stuff like that. So when they approach me and they talk to me a certain way. And I'm just like, do you not know God? Like, you know, and I, I will always bring up God. Like, every time I speak to somebody, I will always say, like, you know, that's not what you're supposed to do. Like, just you know, I'm just like and then, and then, like, and then they're like, oh, you're religious. Like, oh, I can't do no religious girl. Like, I can't, they're like, you know, and they, they don't want nobody who even reminds them of God. And my thing is, do you feel like America is really changing some of these Muslim men? To from they, they fear women who even accept God into their life, like, you know, like, and do you feel like? That's kind of like something that a lot of men in America are just kind of scared of a woman who's like religious, quote unquote, mm-hmm. or even just you don't even have to be religious. Like, I, I just will remind you of God because I feel like we all need to be reminded of God. Mm-hmm. And so when they see that, it's like, oh, you're religious. I'm not trying to fuck with that. Like, you know, I don't want somebody who's going to constantly tell me, like, oh, God said this, God said that, I gotta, you know? I mean, like, I mean, that is a very good point, but um, most people, most guys don't want that because they don't want to change their ways. Um, there's like, I guess this, um, fuck boy mentality, mm-hmm. excuse my French, you know, but, um, like there's, like, there's a bunch of things where a guy won't change, but once he finds that right one, he'll change everything for her, but she has to look the part. Right. You know I mean, just like how you guys have standards, we have some standards. It might so, not be as high, but we, you know, we do have some standards. Excuse there. me. But. I don't think it's a female's job to change a man. You should want to change for yourself. No. I shouldn't have to be the reason why you want to do good for God. You know? We're both wasting our time. Okay, but look. You need to come change. Don't be coming to me. Some signs, right? Hmm? God will always send you some signns, right? Signs for you're the sign that, that God has sent you to, to change. Okay. You. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't think that's how it works. I, I feel like if somebody wants to but, change, they need to change. Every, but isn't anything possible? 
every anything is possible, but I don't think it's fair. Like for example, let's say that you were a guy who wanted to change, right? And then you were interested in me, right? And you're like, okay, this girl, like she really, she gonna help me change, you know? And now it's so much burden on me. And now I feel like, okay, I cannot sin. I cannot do anything bad. I cannot misrepresent myself because this person is counting on me, you know? And if I fuck up or like, if I do anything, that's just too much burden on me. And I feel like I'm carrying such a load trying to change you or fix you, you know? I'm all the everything on me i'm okay with like working together so we can both change no i'm not saying like put everything on you but a lot of men do that a lot of men like once they're done being a hoe then they're gonna look for a girl who's religious so she can help me change and it's like then they ruin the girl's life Mm -hmm. because they they put so much pressure on her and the girl just like you know once you get so much pressure put on you're just like fuck it you know and now she loses herself Mm -hmm. trying to fix you and another thing is also niggas when they start looking for a religious female, they'll stay with her, ruin her a little bit, and then they'll cheat on her with somebody who's promiscuous or something. Like, what are you doing? Like, and then, yeah. <laughs> this is what I hate about black people. You cannot say no big words. And they're like, I mean, I didn't go to you know, like, you know, girls are like sexual, like openly sexual, you know, mm-hmm. you know, they, they start wanting the other, you know, right. And, and, and then now, now, like let's say I was the, the the religious one that they was with, and they cheated on me with somebody who's not. Now I'm like, okay, maybe I need to be like that because she's receiving the she love that I didn't me. get, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like men should really just stick to, like, just men in general need to stop trying to like have females build them just so they can tear us down. Exactly, okay. and um, at the end of the day, we're putting we're doing all this trying to fix a man, but then it goes back to the same position that he was at in the first place. And all your work is gonna be all your work is just thrown out the window. Like, what the hell, nigga? Why am I, I mean, over here putting effort trying to fix you, help you out with everything? And why are we even doing fixing grown ass men? And that's when okay, you too grown for go you. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Levan. So, because you you were one, and there's three of us. But like what I would tell guys is like, okay, like let's just be honest, right? We don't last long. Meaning? Whoever says that we do is is a liar. Last long, I do. I last long is in what sex? Yes. Okay. Okay, but look, none of us last long. Okay. Meaning? Like exactly. 15, 20 minutes max. Okay. In what? You already what? know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, so, 15, and, 20 and I'm minutes. All these listeners will know. Okay. My mentality is this. Mm. Let's just say me and you, we built something for a year. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to risk something I built for a year for for 15 minutes. True. For something that I do for 15 minutes. True. It's going to wreck everything. Right. Especially for someone that has helped me grow. Right. And the way how somebody would help me uh, become better, mm-hmm. I'm not asking you to take me up the stairs. Right. Just get me on the first step. Mm, and Then, you then I'll help you up. Then you help me. I'll help you. I like that. Just, but not all, all guys think about. like that, though. Not all guys think like that. But that's but how you think. That's how that's I think. How you I don't think. care about the other guys. Right. If whoever's listening to this, maybe that might change them. But mm-hmm. that's for me to know. Right. And for them to find out. Right. If you are someone who's actually looking for someone to die with and have, like, a future with, mm-hmm. you can't be on some little game shit. Mm-mm. You got to be on some grown stuff. Right. Like, right now, I'm 19. Right. I'm about to say it out loud. I'm 19. Yeah. I might not sound like it. I might not look like it. Not at all. But, <laughs> but like most people, um, 
I grew up around old heads, man. Yeah. Like I know, I know how the game work. I know how the game is. I can do all this. Like, hey, um, like, let me get that girl. Let me get, I could be picky and choosy, but what is that going to get me? That's not right. going to get me nowhere. Like, I, I'm just going to be running around in circles. You keep running around in a circle, you're just going dig to your, um, dig your grave. Yeah. Period. But if I'm actually, like, looking for a straight path, pray to God, like, Ya Allah, please, Isai, they, um, may, may I belong oh, 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 if you could just give me that, that's all I need. That's all you need. That's all I need. Okay. And if you could help me grow, I guarantee you, I will break you down just to build you back up slowly, just so you know how much I care about you. If you were like broken down, obviously, like everybody has had their first person. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter what they did, but just everybody has had their one person, you know, they left. They're not with them. Mm -hmm. So either they're broken from it or they're like just still looking. Mm -hmm. So I would rather help you, like, I got to start you from the ground up. Elaborate, please. Either. Because I had to start I'm from not the ground following. up. I had to start from the ground up. You know, I had to build my own base, understand who I am. Okay. I'm going to help you understand who you are. Then we could, like, grow together. How do okay, we but, like, this? no, like, what's what's the breaking down part? Like, how are you going to break me down? How do you need know. to do that? My first person was 12 years ago, my nigga. Like, <laughs> I don't, it's just a number, money. <laughs> like, no, but, like, really, elaborate. Which, be adding up, man. Like, what do you mean by like breaking that? Like, what are you doing to break me down? Okay, well, I'm trying to understand you physically, mentally, emotionally. You won't understand me by me just talking to you, but through experiences that I already been through. Well, I mean, that's how I'm gonna understand. Right. Then I'm gonna understand how your emotions are. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna understand how you are physically, like how you react to stuff, how mm-hmm. how you do certain things. Mm-hmm. Then, then we can finally grow. Because mm-hmm. because like if, I can't just say, hey, I'm gonna solve a problem. Or I'm gonna solve something mm-hmm. without understanding it. Like men need to understand how to comprehend stuff. And us as black men, like we don't do that. That that bullshit lie that people say, oh, black men don't cheat. Uh, what? Please. They lie. <laughs> black men created and cheating. I, and I'm not even trying to speak like the feminine or something, man. you know? Like, you know, I I got my own thing going on, but you I'm, be- just, I'm just trying to like, you know, getting it out okay. the whole thing or something. Huh? I just thought it's fine. Um, so for our next topic, it kind of goes hand in hand to everything else we was already speaking about. I just want to give you guys a friendly reminder. We do have two Wazigula females. We have a Somali male, and then we have a my my female. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of want to ask you guys a question. Um, do you feel like men or women aren't dating people of their own kind anymore? Um, fear of just fear of judgment. You know, like people want to start raising, like they want to date. Um, just black girls because they want to start raising like light-skinned kids or they want to date white girls you know just because they don't want to raise kids of their own like either skin tone or they want to kind of get their kids out of like the religion or do you do you think it's getting more westernized now than it was like back then let me go first with that look look 
I used to fuck with Bantu guys, you feel me? Like, I mm-hmm. love my culture and shit. But it's just, you know, the parents, you know, I started receiving hates from, like, the moms and shit. You feel like they're too judgmental? Huh? You feel like they're too judgmental? Yeah, they're too judgmental. The parents are too, you know, not, I won't say parents. The dads are cool. But, like, Bantu moms are too judgmental. Like, that's really why I really started fucking with, like, outside of my culture. That's why I have a baby with a guy that's outside of my culture and shit. Because this is... You know, the experience that I received with, you know, coming from Bantu moms and shit, like, it's just, they didn't like me for, you know, for the person that I am. Like, you guys don't see your sons. I don't know why you guys are coming for me. Right. You feel me? Like, your son met me like this, you know? And that's and what that's you like. Me. Right. You feel me? But, like, I'm not finna be in a family member where, you know, like, You're being in a judged. family where I'm being judged mm-hmm. and the people don't like me and shit, like. I'm not fucking with that. That's really why I went outside of my culture instead. Like, and I feel like I can't. I I can never fuck with the Bantu nigga ever again. Like, really? I just feel like I came honestly, just you know, with what I've been through. You know, the experience fucking with Bantu guys. Hmm. Like, like I said, I used to love my Bantu guys, but it's just I had enough of my fucking parents and shit. So like, I just went with my own way. Okay. And what about you, Levi? And that's the thing, though. Hold on, I'm not trying to just hold on. Yeah, go ahead. You know, (laughs) once you start leaving Bantu niggas and shit and start fucking with people out of your culture, that's when they even start, you know, the parents start to talk more shit about you. Like, you can't can't win for losing. You can't win for shit. Like, nigga, you're not fucking with me. You don't fuck with me for the person that I am and shit. But, like, once I start fucking with the nigga outside of my culture, no, it's, it's a problem. problem. It's the problem. I'm a hoe. Mm-hmm. All that shit. Like, no. I never seen. I wouldn't say you like from my perspective. I wouldn't say you was ever a hoe because you was always been with like one person for such a long period of time. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like a lot of people don't understand that like, you can run people away like from your own, like your own people. You can run them away just by bashing and judging. And I feel like a lot of people like in our community, they really think that they're perfect just because their sins is not out in the public, you know, just because people don't know what you're doing and you're not like on social media, like blasting, like how many men you're sleeping with, how many men you're with, how many, like, you know, that does not mean you're perfect. Like we still, like, we might not know what you're doing, but like God knows what you're doing. Exactly. And with the Bantu parents, they see me as a whole because of the way that I dress. You feel me? Like, okay. But everybody dressed like that now. I'm a mama, nigga. <laughs> everybody dressed like that now. <laughs> so it's kind of like. The ones that were talking shit about me, bashing me, their kids are worse than I. You feel me? Like, their kids are 10 times worse than me. Like, okay, I've been doing this shit. Kids now. Now they be listening. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, they it's be the listening. Truth. I'm not saying no name. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I'm just saying, you know, like, they're not finna know who I'm talking about because I had a lot of Bantu parents bash the fuck out of me. But, you know, I don't give a fuck. You know, I've been doing this shit ever since I was fucking young, and I'm still fucking doing it. I'm going to dress however the fuck I want to dress. You know, at the end of the day, it's between me and God. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, I don't give a fuck. I really don't give a fuck about it. And let me, let me add on to that. I want to. I just want to clarify, like, when I do want to say when, when people say, like, it's between me and God, like, a lot of people take that as into, like, oh, they just don't care. Or, like, you know, as a Muslim, we're supposed to correct you. Da-da-da. That's un. Excuse me, that's understandable, but the way y'all doing it, it's like y'all gossiping, y'all talking shit, y'all over here, um, y'all being like, y'all being hypocrites, you know, you, you only doing it just because your parents don't allow you to do that. You're not doing it because you're thinking of her as a Muslim sister, you know, 
For example, like if you see her wearing jeans, you're gonna sit here and be like, oh, why is she wearing jeans? She wanna be white so bad, she wanna be Mado, da da da. And then you go and you do the same thing. And it's like the only difference is you have to grow up and get out of your parents' house to be able to do that. She was able to show herself and be who she was in front of her parents. She didn't have to hide that. She didn't have to go and hate on the next female to present who she was, you know? So don't even try to put this in a religion aspect and be like, oh, when you see somebody sitting, you're supposed to say something because y'all just doing it out of jealousy, out of spite, out of the simple fact that you can't do that, you know? So Because then it'd be the same people who say that when they leave their mama house, they do the same thing. You you were just waiting for the opportunity. Ten times worse than the You were just waiting person. for you were just waiting for the opportunity. Like, nigga, you know? Right. And they were just waiting for the opportunity. So then they'd be trying to act like, oh, these girls, like they don't nobody can tell y'all nothing because you know, we we trying to do it for, you know, out of like the religion aspect. But y'all not, because you sitting here and you judging somebody because the way they dress, but you sitting in your house and you can't even pray. Like you not even praying, you literally in your house. You know, so to me, it's kind of like, it's really, you only judging people because you can't do it. You're scared of what other people are going to say about you. You're not even doing it out of fear of God. You're doing it out of fear of other people's judgments. And that's the issue. You know, that's the issue. Like, y'all, we, I'm going to stop there before y'all start getting y'all feelings. Um, Go ahead, Halima. Um, hold on. Hold, hold up. Another question is, do you feel like men aren't dating their own kind anymore out of fear of oh. judgment? Oh. Like, what you thinking about, baby? <laughs> um, personally, I've noticed that a lot of people, I guess it, it depends. Um, I know a lot of people who who basically fetishize, you know, light-skinned children or mixed biracial kids, which is so weird. It's so odd. That's kind of, that's very weird in my opinion. I feel like you shouldn't fetish fetishize children or want children because, you know, of the color of their skin or their hair will turn out good, you know, some BS like that. But um, I feel like for a lot of people, they're not really doing it on purpose. You know, when you really like somebody, you really like them, you feel yeah. me? Like sometimes it just, it's just that, you like them, you like them, you fuck with them, you know? But for like men specifically, I know a couple dudes where it's just borderline, it's just odd. Or they're like, or self-hate. Like for a lot of guys, not just guys. I feel like for a lot of men and women, it really just stems from self-hate. Like they don't like the color of their skin or they don't like, you know, what they got going on. So, you know, they're going to try their best to like, you know, make sure their children doesn't, can relate to that, you feel me? I knew somebody who used to like tell me that basically he wants to have lighter skinned kids. He's a very dark man. And he wants to have lighter skinned kids because um, he was like, I don't want them to deal with the racism that I deal with, which is kind of like, I guess that's valid. That's not valid. That's just insecurities, really. Yeah, but that's, it's also like, no, that's really biology. Money. <laughs> and that's, it's literally like, so he basically hate himself. Yeah, and that's yeah, sad that yeah, you like yeah, that. Definitely self hate. But he like, he basically like, he disguised it by saying like, oh, I don't want my child to go through the racism that, that you I went, went through. through. Right. But it's still oh, you gotta let okay. your child know what's up. Like, yeah, if, you, if this shit happens <laughs> to you, nigga, like, do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. And, and I just want to say, it's one thing to have your preference. Like, nobody's upset because you have like your own preference. Like, for example, black man. Like, if you like white females, that's okay. But it's another thing he to sit like here. Female? He don't. It's one thing to say like, oh, I like white females. Like, that's okay. You can like white females. But it's another thing to say, 
um, I only like white girls because black girls, y'all, y'all nappy headed black girls, yeah, y'all too ghetto black girls, y'all too yeah, loud. I'm not gonna have my kid even have no hair. hair. At that point, it's like, baby, do you even love yourself? You because love if you, you you projecting your insecurities onto us, because y'all baby being bald headed ain't got shit to do with me. Because guess what, babe. They bald headed because your jeans ain't got no hair either. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, really so, co so collectively, your mama bald, my mama bald, or baby bald, our baby bald. So, <laughs> so, so, what, what that guy do with just me? Yeah. You know. So, and then sometimes it's like, okay, you did a white girl, right? But your jeans is so strong, your baby's gonna be bald. Well, and black as fuck too. I see motherfuckers like that. I know a Tagula guy. I, I'm not gonna say no name, but I know a Tagula guy <laughs> that had babies with the white Can we guy. pause so I can hear? Because I want to know who. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know the guy had a baby. <laughs> was in your mind. So, um, Halima. Hmm. So you was you was saying like, do you feel like? So do you? Feel oh like, yeah, I feel like um, I don't think it's everybody. I don't think it's like because I also know a lot of men who are very pro black. You know, pro black yes. women. I fuck with them dudes. I love me a sometimes man that praise dark skins. Like sometimes yes. they be doing too much. <laughs> but sometimes it's like <laughs> and the man's like me. You guys know what I'm saying? Oh my god, I told you. <laughs> I love that. I love niggas. I love dark skins. Yeah. Send me your resume. Oh, you taking applications? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. Y'all hear that, ladies? He's taking applications. Taking applications. Send your resume. Dark skins. As, like as it that. should, you sure. see, this is the okay. shit I'm talking about. I'm not, even, like, I'm not even gonna count. My I father's like, coming. I like natural. I don't like, well, I mean, it's okay if you wear makeup or, or you know, whatever makes you happy, do what you gotta do. But I mean, like, in front of me, don't don't feel like you have to put that on or, Man, you know, like, don't worry about the, it. Like, and the men be saying that and then like when you come around natural they gonna complain like girl why you don't and they gonna say you look like a nigga like why you always coming around me looking like me that's what they're gonna say men need to stop falling in love with pictures right see the real person once you like get to know them, then yeah, I like them. I don't because relationships ain't glamorous all the time. And also, niggas are hella ugly. Can we go back to um, the topic? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So, do you feel like? Yeah, I feel like some men actually do look like like when they're looking for this. Oh, I just thought of somebody. I'm not gonna say. I was about to say that nigga's name. Go, go Anyways, um, I feel like some men when they are looking for a partner, they're looking for somebody who. Who like how who has like specific features that they would want in their child, and personally, people aren't even looking to like date or marry for like love no more. And that it's so odd to like be with somebody because of their skin tone or because of a feature that you want your child to have. Right, you're thinking too far ahead. Mm -hmm. Also, genetics don't even work like that, but right? like anyway, they were sleeping in biology, obviously. They was because. Mm, but anyways, yeah, I don't think it's everybody, but I feel like yeah, some men are like that, and some women are like that too. Yep, it's odd, very odd behavior. Anyways. You you have anything to add on to this, Libyan? Uh, no, ma'am. Okay. Um, uh, for for me, I feel like um, I feel like it's just a lot of like rooted self hate issues. And sometimes you really cannot even blame the person because the way of society is set up. And a lot of people are just weak 
you know, a lot of people are just cannot um, withstand the amount of pressure or the amount of like um, hate society throws their way. You know, some people are just not mentally strong. Some people are strong and, you know, no matter what you say, do throw at them, they're strong enough to love themselves for who they are and, you know, close out all the hate and still love the women that they love based off just straight up love. Hmm. Um, I truly believe that everything that that you do or like the way everything works is in the mind. Mm-hmm. Like, like for instance, depression. Like people that go through depression, and like somebody passed away or some something happened to you. You could be depressed about it all day because your mind lets you. Mm-hmm. You're letting your mind do that. But if you were to look at things in a positive perspective, then your mind is going to, oh, like, you know, it was his time or it was her time. And, you know, I'm just keep praying for them. Right. If you think positively, you're going to get out of that depression. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, this is something that I don't normally say, but, you know, I try to leave quite a few times. Um, okay. I've, had, I've had, the you know, the equipment with me and um, I try to leave. But What are you going to do? So I, I mean, you know, follow where world. they went, follow, oh. they, follow they, uh, like, you know, where they went. And um, I was just like, you know. Uh, Out of depression? Yeah, just, you, know, like, you know, just going through my own things and, like, you know, day in, day out, like, trying to find who I truly am. But now since I found who I am, I'm actually glad I didn't do that. Because, okay. like I said, everything's in the mind. Yeah, think about the b- bigger picture. When you go through things, like, I, when I'm going through things, I always think, like, okay, like, if tomorrow I wake up, like things can be totally different than it was today. And like, you really gotta think about the bigger picture, really, because mm. um, tough times don't last forever, you know? And for some people, right. And for some people it might last longer. So you feel like I'm never gonna get out of this, but you will. Like if you just wait one more day, things could be totally different than it was. Um, and it just depends on the people that you have around you and stuff. Yeah. But people, people are scared to let go of like what they have just because of what people think. Yeah. And, like I feel like that goes with what like dating someone or like going with someone that is outside of your culture or whoever you like, you know, uh, because of what your parents think or what what somebody else thinks or because like they'll always say like. Um, like what? Well, what are people gonna think about us? Like, our, our son is like this, or like, who? Who cares? And I'm not saying look for happiness, because happiness, if you just keep looking for that, you'll be disappointed. Mm-hmm. But there's always joy there. There's always joy. Okay. Look for the joy. Now, if you just keep looking for happiness, you won't get nowhere. Um. So let's kind of switch gears um, into the whole. Somali versus like Somali Bantu um, versus Kisugula, right? Okay, so let's talk a little bit about this. Um, I kind of want to start with Somali like Bantus. I guess you can, it's what um, people call us. And, you know, I never, growing up, I never really thought that there was a difference between like, Kisagula people and like Bantu people and like Somali people, you know, until like you, I just started to kind of sense like, okay, these people like, you know, of a lighter complexion, like they felt some type of way towards my complexion, you know, 
and, and that's understandable, right? Because if somebody is Somali and they feel like they're better than you know the next person because of their skin tone, that's understandable. But what I don't understand is when somebody is like Mahawai and then they don't like somebody because they're Kisagula. We the same skin tone, babe. Like we the exact same when it comes to our hair or skin tone. Like the only difference is the language. So really, so I just want to ask, like, did you, did you guys ever feel like you were like you know targeted from Mahawai people? Honestly, wait, wait, wait. when it comes, uh, well, go ahead. What is Mahawai? My 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 Bantu people. It's a different tribe within within the Bantu people. Is that what you guys call we're people literally that just we're Mahawai? literally the same people. We literally speak just different languages. Honestly, so right. so okay. So basically, well, let me explain that. Basically, we're all homogeneous. Bantu, there's a lot of there's that's, that's you can be Congolese and Bantu. Okay, go ahead and explain. Go ahead and explain what so Bantu is. I'll explain to you because <laughs> <laughs> I'd be studying this shit. Shut up. Anyways, so basically Bantu is a like a people or a group of people who speak a similar language. Within the people itself, there's like five hundred different languages. Which five hundred? Yeah, it's the largest group of people in Africa. We don't gotta talk about that. So yeah, there's like 500 different languages, and so we're all this. We all come from like the same area in Africa. Yeah, like mostly East Africa. Thousands of years ago, people started migrating, and then so there's been two people in like the areas like the Congo, you know, Sub-Saharan Africa, and then Tanzania, and then you know, slavery. Maybe got taken to Somalia and stuff. So there's like been two people all over all of Africa. And basically, we all have like a common language, but um, but we all speak different dialects of that language, mm-hmm. which kind of explains why we have like words that are similar in each of our languages. Mm-hmm. And basically, there's this different, there's this tribalism that's like that be going on within like the Bantu community, the Somali Bantu community specifically, because you know people from the Congo or people from the Cameroon. And people, there's people that I've been to in Nigeria. So, but I feel like they don't have the issues that we have being Somali Bantu and being Bantu in Somalia specifically. Because in Somalia, there was like five different groups of Bantu people, Mm. you know? And like, even though Somalis were basically treating these people the same, you know, it was the same discrimination because of our hair texture and our skin tone and everything. And a lot of people who were Somali didn't think that we deserved to be in Somalia, even though we were mo- we were like, you know, sold in Somalia by Arabs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it starts with mm-hmm. them niggas, like hundreds and hundreds of years ago. And I'm like, most of our people have like have left, you know, the slave trade or whatever, and they've just which, been, hold been on. living. I want to kind of add on to that, which like a lot of our people like we learn the religion from like Arabs, you know? Mm-hmm. So a lot of the reasons why like our like religion, like we see like a lot of Somali people, they see the religion as like sexist or like or they're being oppressed or all that stuff because Arabs feel like men are greater than women. So that's kind of how they teach our parents and our ancestors that this is how the religion is supposed to go. Mm-hmm. So a lot of like the cultural things that our parents were taught and the, they feel like it's the religion, but really it's just cultural is because that's the Arabs and that's how they taught them the mm-hmm. religion. And, you know, obviously Somali people just kind of piggybacked off of that and just mm-hmm. taught them even more wrong shit within the religion. So I do want to say a lot of, like, people, they, they don't understand, like, why your parents are so, like, sexist or so, like, you know, they feel like the religion is oppressive. And that's only because fucking Arabs taught our parents the religion the wrong way. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, but 
for the most part, if you even like really studied religion, it's not even supposed to be like that. It's not supposed no, to be. No, these stupid Arabs who feel like God left them in charge taught like, the religion the wrong way. Yeah, the way people would taught is first of all, the fact that Arabs and Europeans came God into damn, Africa. We'd be in one topic and change it. <laughs> no, no, we're explaining the history behind like, it. Like, it's my oh. yeah. Yeah. Like when Arabs, like when Arabs and Europeans came into Africa and started moving shit around, they were the issues. Like, like the first, you know, known you know, the first known people in Africa were, you know, the Ethiopians, because you know, the Prophet came, you know, I know the story, and taught Islam. And ever since then, like niggas was coming into Africa just moving shit, moving Bantu people to Somalia, moving around teaching people French and shit. Like, who told y'all to teach us French, nigga? I'm good. Yeah, I wish they taught me how to speak French. Hello, me too, but I'm not going to get into that. So, yeah, so basically there's Bantu people within Somalia, but even within the Bantu people in Somalia, they all speak, like, different languages and stuff. And within that, they feel as if, like, some groups feel they're superior because they're more, like, closely associated to being Arab, you know, mm-hmm. or being, like, Somali, and then other people you know, aren't, because they're either dark skin or their hair is, like, really kinky. Is that the word? Or coily? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kinky, yeah. Yeah, so... Like, do you want to say the word that they say? Jidid. Yeah. I really wasn't trying to say it, but... So, yeah, and also, some other people be calling us that. My white people be calling us and have, like, what's the word for it? My like... I remember when when people were like getting really mad because people kept calling us Mashungu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, to, in our defense, that's the way we was taught that that's you guys were Mushunguli, Okay. Mm-hmm. We were never. T- we, we really. Personally, I didn't find offense to it until like other people on Facebook were like, "No, that, that's wrong." No, no. There's people who like in my like the Muhammad people like once that y'all get told like don't do that like why the fuck y'all continue to do that? If they tell you if they educated you, accept it and learn it. But then y'all be on Facebook talking about. I don't care. I'm still calling you Mushungguli. If a white person call you nigger, please keep the same motherfucking energy because that's the same thing you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're telling you this word is not a good word, it's bashing me and it's not something that I should be called, then you should just respect that. Mm-hmm. Instead, y'all want to be bullies and you talk about, oh, I don't care. I'm still calling you Mushungguli. Like, that's so rude. And that's just like, it don't make you any better than a white person. Really. Yeah, and ignorance is not bliss, my nigga. No. Like, if you learn something, if you learn to stop calling people a certain thing, and also I feel like the word, like, why? Like why? Right. Like even because a lot, like, of, a oh, lot of my ancestors called and called y'all that. Okay, so your ancestors was wrong. And I said, learn from it. <laughs> like, I don't know. Real. I've never like experienced, you know, hate towards like the younger my my people. I grew up around my mind and <laughs> I grew up around more my um, white people than Mazagula people. Yeah. Honestly, like. And I never oh thought that you was like different. I always thought like it was yeah. the same thing. You just her parents just mm-hmm. speak a different language, you know. Yeah, all my friends growing up, you know, back in Springwood, they were literally all my Hawaiians. That's all I used to roll around with. But you did see how judgmental my Hawaii people were, like their yeah. parents, like they. Yeah, you know what? I, I honestly like. Don't get me wrong. Was Gula parents are hella judgmental too? Like they're hella but judgmental. Can you say anything yeah. towards uh, someone like me? Because I speak my mind. No, I'm, no, no. It's just, get on you for being Somali, if anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I've never experienced bad shit from young Hawaii people. Like I said, it's just, you know, the moms that I experienced, mm-hmm. like, bad shit from. And I also feel like it's my, 
you know, history and stuff. Yeah. You know, like people have bad experiences with people in Africa twenty years ago. Yeah, her mom and continued to hate with her. And they will be like, bad. "Oh yeah, the, a Somali man, you know, said something to me a long time ago." So I hate all Somalis. They hold oh, grudges. A woman said something to me a long time ago, and it's like, "Whoa, why are you wondering We're why? a whole another generation. You mm-hmm. feel me? We're Calm supposed down. to make a change, but it's just like Don't now teach the kids younger hate. ones are mm-hmm. following. Uh, after the parents, right. say, what they're the teaching parents their kids hate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. Because you that takes a while for like a lot of people to learn out of that like negativity mm-hmm. and all that. Because hate is not something that you just born with. It's something that you're taught. Like your yeah. kids are not just waking up saying, "Oh, I hate because of good people." That's something you taught them. Because all they hear is you talking shit about them. All they That's hear is all bad you things. Hear, you you know. So, I'm not gonna sit here and tell my kid, yeah, that person is Somali, don't hang around with them. That right. person in Hawaii, don't hang around with them. Oh, you can't marry that person because mm-hmm. there's this and that. Like. That's just like you younger generations are stupid as fuck because you guys are falling after your parents and shit. Like that's and I don't want to see y'all posting shit. no damn free Palestine, free BLM. I'm a mama, nigga. Because you know better. Fix your shit first, nigga. Fix your fucking. Oh, because y'all can get racist. Y'all can get these people can get so racist, and it's like, does this make any sense to y'all? At the end of the day, I believe okay. in the unification of Africa as a continent. And I feel like it's wrong for us to even like hate one another for being either Somali or being Bantu or being Nigerian evil. Like all this shit, like it doesn't make any sense because that's also why anybody white that makes ones too, the you. ones that are mixed with uh, was a gula and my mind. Like nigga, what are you doing? Like I'm pers- I can't even hate on no my minds or Somalis. Like we have a Somali sister. Mm-hmm. You, you see our dad. Nigga. He was everywhere. Like, nigga, like, stop. We have a, my my sister. Like, nigga, if I'm hating on my my, my people, nigga, I'm hating on my sister. Mm-hmm. If I'm hating on the Somali, I'm hating on my sister, too. Like, you know, like, ugh, this is... Wait, so, okay, so ahead, you talk. keep using the word racist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not necessarily yeah, racism, like, but... Uh, no, but, like, by definition, we can't be. Black yeah. people can't be. Not in a not in a Actually, have, you have to have power. To yeah, realize. let me explain that. I think she more so means not like just colors. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. But I'm just I'm just gonna put that out there. You know? yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, let me explain. But racism specifically, um, I feel like black people cannot be racist in America, mm-hmm. but in Africa, the way y'all be, the way the tribes. First of all, race is a social construct. Let me get that out of the way. I wouldn't call it racism. It's more like prejudice and discrimination. Mm-hmm. And they there needs to be a word stronger than discrimination. Right, because I feel like that's not enough either. And even just calling them enough. colorists, it's like, okay, they're not just hating me based off my skin color. It goes deeper strong. than that. It goes, like, you know? it goes so yeah, deep. Nigga. We're right. smart, all types of shit, nigga. And they're about, you know, white. To, uh, Dr. Anno Omar, I think. I, I listen to him yeah, when he's the, on. Oh, the lecture. I think he's. Guy. I mean, he's intelligent, but I also feel like he's very biased, and I feel like he doesn't really speak. He only speaks from the experience of a black men. So I feel like a lot of Africans did and a lot say, of like that's Omar. Omar. Yeah, Omar Suleiman. Yeah, no, no, no. That, oh, oh, this no, no. I thought you were talking about this Omar. guy. <laughs> that, he calls himself Doctor Umar. Oh, you're talking but, about oh, the bad man. Um, I ain't listening to that. Why do that? This dude. The black man that's very pan Africanist or whatever. Yeah, oh. but I feel like he 
not even just clout chasing, but I feel like he really don't even know his history like that to be speaking on a lot of like subjects and topics, you know? He really is only speaking from a black man in America, in the system in America, you know? And he wants to speak for all, but a lot of the things that he says, I feel like he needs to do more research, more like, you know, and even with him saying like he's opening up like, you know, schools, uh, schools to teach, yeah, yeah, and to teach people like, you know, for finances and how to like, you know, get job interviews and all that stuff. I really feel like, that's not really what we need right now. We're fighting for social justice. We're fighting for our kids not to get killed and be. And you talking about trying to teach them like finances? Like no, you have not a, necessarily right now. We can worry right, about that later. later. Like you have a bigger platform. Like talk about more mm-hmm. important things. Like t- when you coming on like platforms like the Breakfast Club. When you coming on platforms like talk about. And even when he was not speaking, the he was on the Breakfast Club. Oh. And even and even when he's speaking on like Black Lives Matter and things like that, when people ask him certain questions, he kind of doesn't know how to answer it. You know mm-hmm. and. The Dr. Omar guy. No, no. The guy I'm talking about is someone who? different. Oh, then I'm gonna show you who I'm talking about. No, no, I know who you're talking about. I oh, you tell you found something else. Oh, yeah, like when he's like, I feel like if you I was like, if, breakfast club, if, if, if you if you person in like power and somebody asks you a certain question, you need to be able to answer that question answer directly. It, yeah, don't on the spot. No false and then when yeah, and then he would that's he, what a lot don't like. And this dude, he goes, oh, he's yeah. like, you know, he kind of gets put on the spot, and then he really don't, because that's how you know, okay, you're not even really authentic mm-hmm. because when somebody asks you a question and you don't even know, you get a stutter, how to think about right, and I'm like, okay. In the black community and like the diaspora, like all black people, whether they're Latin, Afro Latina, or Caribbean or African, I feel like the issues before we even worry about financing ourselves and leveling up over white people, we gotta fix the issues within our own our community. Own community. Come right. together. You know, that's not why white people like are taking power over us. Within like the black community in America and like the Caribbeans, like we need to worry about what's going on within ourselves first before we can really focus on the everybody, outside. Everybody just want to be better than each other and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. Once you see these white people, at the end of the day, Caucasian, you know, these white people, fucking Russians, whoop did it at the end of the day, they'll have each other, you know? All white-skinned motherfuckers, they'll have each other at the end of the day. <laughs> Literally, like, these white, these motherfuckers from England, Russia, Ukraine, whoop did it if your skin is white, at the end of the day, they finna have each other. They like each other, but like, you know, with Africans, Haitians, African Americans, Jamaicans, whoop to do like it's you know like there's always a competition in between mm-hmm. everybody. Like with the Haitians and Jamaicans, there's a competition right there. With my mind, with Bantu and Somali, there's a fucking competition right there. Not for me so, though. <laughs> No, not exactly, but I'm just saying, like, motherfuckers is always mm-hmm. trying to have a com- competition, like, literally, like, with with my my people and with Zula people, there's always a competition mm-hmm. right there. Oh, our weddings are better. Oh, we look better. Oh, we And also, these weddings be the same damn oh, thing. We, oh, we smell better. All you motherfuckers must be for one. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> literally, oh, like, there's always a competition between them motherfuckers, so... I don't know. I just feel like everybody like need to come together and all like and put all that hand ass shit to the side, cause you know especially this generation like you guys are literally following after your parents and shit, your grandparents. Like no, and you can change that. And you, you can like, like exactly, also. This is a new ch- generation. We need to change that. Like, mm-hmm. and some of y'all don't know how to raise following your kids after people. Exactly. Like no, y'all be like you. You're like twenty, twenty one, twenty. 24 nigga, I don't give a fuck. And you have kids and you already teaching your kids eight. Like okay. nigga, 
Whoa. No, but I'm gonna take what I'm gonna take that back. What I said earlier with you know. My there's my my girls that like Pazagula guys and stuff, you know, like okay, they'll so, go. <laughs> so like we said all the problems. You want not, the not even all of them. What is the what is the solution? Because like for for instance, right now we could say Black Lives Matter. We could say like a bunch of these situations, right? And we still do say it. But what I'm saying is, you know, I don't think because it's been going on for years. I me feel saying like something, never, exactly, me saying something to, to a certain amount of people, that's not gonna do anything. It's not, not gonna, gonna say shit. Mind. Like even if you protest, it's not gonna change shit. No, it's not. So, mm-hmm. it's, but I feel like I'm not like, saying give up. I'm not saying give up. Yeah, just keep. You know, like, I feel like it's important to like continue to raise awareness. Continue to do. Yeah, but I also. What the hell? <laughs> I was like confused for a second. I feel like it's important to um, continue to raise awareness on these like topics and stuff. But um, yeah, like you guys are saying, like tell you keep talking about it, nothing's really changing. But I feel like the more you talk about it, the more people listen, the more awareness, and those people mm-hmm. listen to your points of views, and they're like, oh yeah, you're right, and then they go and talk to somebody else about this. Yeah, you know? it's start like, with our generation though, because like, so like the and your kids. the parents, yeah, we have to, it has to start with our generation, and our kids have to follow our footsteps. Mm-hmm. That's how it needs to be, because like, our parents, okay, they're about to die anyways. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. easy now. No, I like my saying, parents. My mom is 35. <laughs> she is not old. Look, I'm just saying, like, they're forever finna have that grudge. We can't change them. They're mm-hmm. forever finna be them. They're finna do whatever the fuck they want to do. Right. Like, okay, like, let's throw them to the side. It's whatever. But, like, you know, with our generation, we can't follow our parents' footsteps and stuff. Correct. Like, we have to make a change. Mm-hmm. But there's no way we finna make a change motherfuckers are still hating on each other looking at looking after your parents taking your parents footsteps mm-hmm. and shit like there's not gonna be no change if we're still doing that mm-hmm. but you know like if that's what if that's what you want to do if you want to be hey if you want to be a hater towards Wazagula or if you want to be a hater towards freaking Somali or Hawaiian stuff you know, like I said, that's between you mm-hmm. and God and stuff. God don't like haters. Mm-hmm. He doesn't love everybody and shit like like I said, if you want to continue doing that, that's on you. But like, at the end of the day, like, what's the whole point? And mm-hmm. shit, like, I promise you, your kid, your baby's not finna. Once you get older, your baby's finna bring you know a nigga out of your, her culture home and shit. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Like, what are you finna? What are you finna do? Like, at the end of the day, your daughter or once your kids your, grow up, they get to base their own opinion. Yeah. And do you really want your kids to know that you was a hater? Really though, like, look at you like, damn. And how you feel about? We hear from you. Embarrassing, like, maybe. Oh yeah, we did. Like, why are you? Wanna know And also, it's important for other people to hold their friends accountable. Like, I'd be on Facebook, and I'd be seeing some of y'all friends. I don't sound a little bit. Some of your friends, yeah, uh huh. They be saying some shit. Yeah, like, how are you friends with me, but you're talking shit about my people? Mm Mhm. But you got some secret animosity towards me. They be saying some shit that's very. It's like the craziest thing I've ever. Borderline. But you're not like that. Yeah, and that's yeah. You're not like them, but that's my people though. And that actually irritates me. Mm -hmm. Oh, I hate that shit. You know, that's we we have a Somali person here, right? (laughs) So, (laughs) be there. I have a question. So you said that. You 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 wouldn't mind dating somebody who's like Bantu or like Kisagula, right? Because I mean, number one, we speak the same language. Mm-hmm. Number two, not Kisagula. Okay, but you know, maybe 
I, I, this is my first time even hearing about you guys. I'm but, sick. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm we're not even like, known. <laughs> no, I, I mean, like, I never heard because I thought. No, you know, to be fair, some of people just put us all in one category. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah so they, I, they I, do. I, I never knew that they were like so, split apart. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, Except split right in seven ways to be on Renegade. Don't forget the Burundis. And, uh, they're not, no, they're not even part of us right now. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's, let's, put, let's, let's put them to the side. I mean, I know they're part of us. We're, they're banned too. The mm. Congolese people are banned too, too. But right now, since we have like Mahawai, Lagulestev, and Somali, it's really the hay and shit towards like in the, uh, this circle I mean, right three. here. No. You feel me? So, my question to you is like, let's say you did bring up, I'm eating y'all, sorry. But let's say you did bring a, a girl home that's like, um, Kis- uh, Gula or Bantu. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you setting her up? You setting her up for failure just because of like your, your family or like your grandparents or people in your family that might not be as accepting towards her. All I need, uh, like all I would need, is either like my dad or my mom. Blessing. I just need. I don't need anybody else. Oh, my aunt. No, I don't care. Because they're, <laughs> yeah, they're not. A they, they, they're not a factor. I don't need them. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you. Someone being a guy, we have a choice to marry whoever we want. Right. Like, and they let y'all get that choice. And it's a lot easier. Yeah, right. We're allowed to do that. Right. I can do that even in private. Right. All I need is a witness. Mm-hmm. But um, it would take a lot. It would take a lot to do that. Okay. So um, I, I can't just sit here and lie to you guys and say, yeah, it would be easy. You guys, come on. Like, no. But <laughs> Honestly, but I no. feel like with the guys, though, guys need to understand, like. It's going to be hard, though. As a Muslim, as a Muslim person, you should know for one, your parents should know not to be a hater and shit. If your son brings you home a Muslim girl, you can't say no. You can't say no, but if your and son brought you home, you brought your son brought home a Muslim female. It's not like she, your son brought home a Christian. What to do? Your son brought home somebody that's the same religion as you. You can't be same out here culture. hating just because they're not the same culture. You feel me? Like, and with guys. Guys are mama's boys, honestly. Guys are real life mama's boy. They don't. They have to understand, like, if you love that person and shit. <laughs> if you love, if you, you talk about mama's boys the last time. If you love that person, like, <laughs> niggas, think about your happiness. Don't think about your parents' happiness. At the end of the day, your parent, your mom or your dad is not gonna be the ones sleeping next to that person. Mm-hmm. They're not the one that's going to be uh, living, you know, having yeah, a future with that person. Don't you still want a good relationship with your parents? You still want a good I relationship like, with like, your parents? Like, my I goal is to give you keys to my mama's house. Ex- look, though. Oh, exactly. But look, look the girl the girl can love your mom. You feel but me? But if your parents claim that they're Muslim, they should know that they as a Muslim, you cannot Muslim. say no. to. No, they I get them be off of that. They get them you still need Unless blessings. it's a reasonable thing. Like, like but come on, what if you not, know how your girl is? You know your girl's a respectful girl, what to do? She be doing shit. You know, just a mm-hmm. mashallah. You know, mashallah female. You know, you know, and, and you love that girl. Would you just, you know, just throw her to the curb because your parents don't fuck with her? Parents are weird. You know, the love. See, that's how I know real love comes from a female because at the end of the day, us females. Let me run away. Us females, we'll <laughs> run away with our nigga. You feel me? Like, oh, we love, like, like, fuck what our parents got to say. Mm-hmm. Like, if I love you, I'm coming with you. Fuck, you know, my happiness is not based off my parents. Fuck that. Like, I'm grown. If my parents, my mom or dad is not. Y'all hear that? Get y'all a Holly. She a writer. Literally, like, she's running away. Because a Holly ain't going to step. 
I am not running away for you. I'm not no, if I know I love the guy, I know how the guy is and stuff. Literally, if I know how the nigga is, I know the nigga's finna take care of me. I know the nigga's finna take me to Jenna and all. Fuck what my parents got to say just because my parents don't like the nigga. He's Somali. He whooped it. He's my wife. And then the whole whole blessing thing, like, I understand you need to get your parents. You're still finna get some. But But at the end of the day, your parents aren't even gonna, like, what they gonna do? At the end of the day, as long as I know that Allah's happy, fuck what my parents got to say. Sorry, but honestly, you're not, you're not gonna I'm listen. not gonna listen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. She ain't finna understand. But look Stop though, <laughs> I don't. But either way, if she does listen, I really don't care because I know if that person is the right person for me, that's finna lead me to Jenna. Mm-hmm. That's finna that I'm finna have a good future with. Really though, fuck what your parents got. To, at the end of the day, they finna get over it. They finna see how that nigga's treating you. You feel me? They finna see how that if that nigga's treating you good, mm-hmm. they finna, you know, they're they'll accept it at the end of the day. You just gotta have them, you know, be. You just gotta let them be mad for a little bit. Who having us? Girl, I done offered y'all. Y'all ain't eat, so I ate it for y'all. Don't offer no food. But look though, like as I was saying. If you're happy with that person and shit, if and you know that person's the right one for you, and if you know I was happy for you too, what to do? You do shit the wrong, right way. It's whatever. Literally, that's that's the thing that motherfuckers don't understand. Like, yeah, you love your mom, you that, but like, you literally wasted that person's fucking. You wasted time, you know, being in a relationship with that person. What to do? Experiencing everything with that person, just to. Okay, Leave them at the end of the day because your parents say they don't like them because of who they are, their culture and shit. Okay. Um, do you think that there is a possibility of two things? Um, if anything, um, if your parents don't fuck with that person, they're just trying to arrange your marriage. They're just mad that you brought home somebody. Then, they, you know, they, but they're trying to hook you up with Auntie Halima's sign, whoop do and all that shit. Okay, you know what? Yeah, Let's speak about that. I do want to say, like, to a certain extent, like, Especially in this like generation, like a lot of like people, what they don't understand is like incest is real, okay. And y'all, y'all need to understand that marrying somebody who's a close cousin to you is not really good because then you sitting here and you wondering why your kids always sick. You sitting here wondering Health like this, it's so you, you wonder why your kids are bad as fuck, and you just wondering why. Oh my god, why is my kid crazy? Why is my yeah, kid exercise, baby? Me. Because that's your brother that's that your you brother. married. Like what are you doing? Like. You know, you guys need to really check your DNA. Just, you need to. Really you, you, you stand here, and you're like, "Oh, make door for me." My kid is in the hospital yeah. for the fifth time. Your kid is in the hospital for the fifth yeah, time because his dad is his uncle. Yeah. Like that is uncle. Yeah. That's, that's so y'all need to stop that whole incest stuff. You know, just quit it. Like you know, if you can find love with without there's a lot your brother, of people like, in this world. Like, come on, like oh, like I said, fuck your parents' happiness. Oh, you know how parents be like, you know. I'll oh, bless you if you marry this person. And then the parents be trying to like trick y'all by talking about, oh, that whole incest stuff is not real. It's, it's not science. Real. And it's, then and then and, and then your kids be in a hospital for 
every month your kid is in the hospital. Every month your, your teacher is telling you something wrong with your kid's brain. Every they're <laughs> like hello, like and then you and then you wonder why. You're wondering they why. Have anger issues. It's the anger issues the most, bro. It's, and then it's like you you have like people in your family that have cancer. Your husband had people in his family that was cancer because y'all cousins, and then y'all don't had all these cancer kids. Cancer kids, like badass kids, like, the four ass kids. Stop mixing <laughs> DNA. Stop mixing DNAs. Like, really, stop mixing DNAs, you know? And then y'all want to sit here and y'all want to try to get religious about it and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, Ben, two when, parents be mixing culture and religion together. Way too much. Oh, like, yeah, we no. need to stop that. Let's stop that mixing culture and religion. And it's not even with Ben, too. Let me, you know, high key, come after the religion that. will always be over the culture, period. Period. And the religion said you really can't not just Ben, two people that be doing that. Arabic, but, all types of shit. Mm-hmm, I've seen it. But that's really just my advice to you guys, because I really love everybody. And I, I, I hate to see kids being dumb or, like, being, yeah. like sick at a really young age and like just the, just stop like really because and then, their parents are fucking brothers and sisters yeah man. like can, can we stop that <laughs> like fucking gross let's stop insist love like i understand if it's like your cousin like your mom's uncle's brothers like okay do that whatever have fun but if you know that you guys have the same last name stop that like please you, stop you already that. have the can same we, last please name stop that with this generation like literally okay you guys so dan has had a really good idea and he wants us all to say like you know, kind of have a conversation in our languages. You know, I speak my mind. Um, Holly here speaks Kisagula, and then Liban speaks Somali. So we're just going to have a conversation with Halima. Halima is going to speak English, and we'll be replying in our language. So I will start, and I speak my mind. Go ahead. How's your day going? Adi. Oh, how are you feeling about, you know, the conversations that we've been having? Um, conversation, y'all could gig and make Aragoy or while like a barat kara. Um, conversation kind of, um, I hope that Ditka had to listen to them, work about it, kind of, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good enough. <laughs> How are you doing? Fire. <laughs> How do you feel about the conversations we've been having? Missing <laughs> the conversations in Zeddy. When I say no, I take it as a now you get a monkey out. You know, we soon like Chose and Chomiachi, Kawakiwondo, a man got Chomiachi come together. Because, um, when do I know I'm a Hawaii? What do I know? What's any white? We soon like they're just escalating. They're being crazy. We're gonna glitch oh, it out. You could have said that. You could have said that. Okay, how are you doing? Uh, uh, how do you feel about the conversations we've been having? Uh, Okay. okay. Um. So I said all that she was saying. I kind of got what she was saying, but I, I went to school with Somali people for like two years, so I, I had no I, idea what she I said. I speak my mind. You know that, right? That's no. literally what I'm speaking. I'm not speaking Mahatri. <sighs> Mahatri is the Somali that you went to Yeah, I understood what she was saying. Because right. You understood. Huh, me? Yeah, I understand what you're saying, because you're not really speaking Somali. You just speak in my mind, yeah. really. Um, yeah, that is. That's what I turn on. Think that's where I'm from. <laughs> Yeah, and her somebody who's like Swahili can understand you because oh, I feel like I feel like Swahili is more closer to, 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 to Kisugula. Yeah, not too much. 
I ain't understand the word you said besides fire. Fire, yeah. Yeah, I understood fire. Yeah, I told him we need to get together and stuff. Everybody need to come together. She said that uh, we need to uh, like work with our kids and, and some other shit like that. But that's all I got. Just work with our kids. Did I say that? Okay, well, that was a cool little um, experiment. experiment. What did we even talk about before all that? (laughs) We got off topic. That's right. Um, So let's get back on topic and let's speak about the more um, just experiences, right? So they spoke about their Kisiku experience with um, Bantu people. And I'm going to speak about my my Bantu experience with Kisiku people. And growing up, I've only known like Holly to be the only Kisugupi person that I've known. And, you know, even with that, I I didn't really see like much of a difference between her and I. I always thought we was the same, you know? And then, you know, as I grew older, I started to see that there is like different types of like Kisugula, you know? And what I've noticed is that like Kisugula men, they're very like dominant as far as like trying to be like the leader of homes, trying to like, you know, they're dominant, you know? And they're very misogynist, I guess we can say, and to a certain extent, you know. And then, as I with like um, my my men, I don't feel like they're as misogynist. I feel like they they're more like they just don't care. They're very nonchalant. They try to act as if they don't care to show that okay, this is my woman. I'm gonna lead. I'm gonna like you know. That's how I feel. A lot of into men are. They just they rather just they're fucking with every woman in this world. So they don't have enough time to show any emotions in in my opinion um so with kisigula females i feel like a lot of kisigula females are very like they they're very they want their husbands to lead you know and that's just kind of i feel like something that they're taught you know and i feel like as with um my my white girls they're very much they don't have an opinion they don't have a voice they don't they can't voice their opinions they're very much yes men in their own household and um, so that's kind of what I see. And for Somali people, I feel like Somali women are very like, they're the leaders of the house. You know, a lot of the Somali women I've, I've met, they make more money than their husbands. They're the ones who run the business. They're the ones who got the, the house in their names, the cars in their names. They That's the that's the Somali women that I've been meeting. And and, like and, like me. <laughs> and um, so, and then the Somali men's are very much like, this is my wife. Like, you know, they let their wife lead if they want to. They let their wife express themselves, be themselves, you know? And um, that's the Somali people that I've been meeting. And then, huh? And and then um, as far as like you know prejudice and all that stuff, I see I see a lot of that from like my Hawaii people. I feel like a lot of my Hawaii people are very judgmental, and I feel like that comes a lot from self hatred. I feel like every race, every ethnicity has to have somebody else that they want to look down on, you know, because they they I feel like a lot of people want to they just have to have somebody that they want to put all their insecurities onto. And I just want to let y'all know that that. that it's so sad, like especially when it comes to like um, the females and the males talking about, oh, y'all excuse to not liking somebody's because they stink. <gasps> Baby, we are human. Stink, like that's something that's normal. Like, you know, and, and if that's your excuse to bully somebody because the way they smell, you're just ridiculous, you know? And then it used to be like the way they look, like y'all want to make fun of like their features and all that stuff. And that's just ridiculous, right? And then, and then what is up with like, he's like, like the Chris Gula mess that I've met in Seattle, like they want to be Somali so bad. Like, and they, they want to speak the Somali language. They want to like act like they just are Somali. Y'all know who I'm talking about? 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like baby, you you more you you, you, you you closer to the Turkanas than you are to the Somalis. Why are you trying to forget about your heritage and where you're from? You nowhere near Somali, you know? And I feel like that comes a lot with trying to be accepted. Like they want Somali people to accept them so bad that they over here like, well, like anytime you see them, all they're trying to do is speak Somali. Like, babe, that's not even you. Like, what you doing? Like, be yourself, be who you are, and don't try to ever change that for somebody else or to be accepted. That's not cute. It's not at all. It makes you look like a weak man. And then you want to be misogynist. You want to be dominant. How can you be dominant if you're a follower? You're trying to be like somebody else. I can't look at you as no leader. And they really be having, like, three, four, five different wives and all these females. And it's like, y'all really letting the blind lead y'all. Y'all females really letting these bl the blinds lead y'all. Like, they really letting these men that don't even love themselves lead them. What y'all doing? Like, y'all, and then like, then y'all just creating more chaos within the families. Like, y'all letting men that are insecure, men that don't love themselves, men that don't even stick with themselves with pride and dignity. These niggas got the Somalian flags in their bio. Baby. I <laughs> Halima, get out! Sorry. But it's like you know, like, Somali Bantu. So we having like Somali and, and Kenyan. Okay, okay, that's okay. But they just have Somali. Period. Like they just have some the Somali flag, and then they have like you know, were in their bios, it be written in like Somali. Oh, like <laughs> what you doing? Like baby, like they hate you. Wait, can we pause this for a second? Yeah, I'm just some of uh, just while I'm in my and then, and then it be a lot of like um. So yeah, that's for the 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 Keith Gula and my my portion so as far as like Somali people go like I feel like a lot of Somali people are also very confused I don't think they know who they are one minute they want to be though they want to be light-skinned next minute they want to be Arabs the next minute they want to fit in with like the just every anything that they can try to everything fit into they, to they be trying to, to fit in everybody want to be black when it's convenient when it's convenient right when when when, when, like, when the BLM movement comes and you're proud Africans and you're from Somalia, you're 100%, da, da, da. and then when it comes to like Palestinian shit, then you're like, oh, I'm half Arabs and these are my people, da, da, da. baby, pick a side, like, what are you for real? Like, who who, who are you? Like, you don't even know who you are yourself. And then they come out here and they try to like, you know, from my experience, I actually like just, when I was younger, I've never met like any racist, like Somali people. And you know, mm -hmm. my best friend is Somali and um, a lot of my friends, growing up with Somali so I've never experienced that but I do see a lot of that shit online like when you get on TikTok it'd be so many Somali girls trying to like disclaim like OG people talking about uh Jadid people y'all can't be us y'all try to be us da, 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 da. and my thing is if you're black bitch you're Jadid I don't give a fuck if your hair is just shiny for 10 minutes I guarantee you when you go into that sun that shit gonna frizz up you don't have white people here therefore that shit is Jadid you, you have when you if you come to the salon and you sit in that chair on the salon they're gonna say you have 4C hair I don't care they're gonna say you don't have um, you don't have um, good hair. Your hair is hard to work with, period. You don't have mm -hmm. white people here. And I don't know why y'all be trying to act like, oh, did it, did it, did it, did it. bitch, your hair is just as jaded as the next person. Okay, if you step outside and your hair frizzes up, you don't have good hair. If you need to put four or five passes in that um, flat iron just to get your hair flat, you don't have nice hair. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know who lied to y'all. I don't know who told y'all your hair was gelat, but it's not. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. So my people, they be crazy as hell. Like when you when you take a shower and you wash your hair and they go up in a puff, what in that puff says nice hair? <laughs> like I'm confused. Like y'all y'all boys, like when when your little boys when they grow up and they get that fro and it's a fro and it's not down, it don't it don't it don't look like Robert's hair. Where do you think you have good hair? <laughs> like I'm confused. Well, don't get it wrong. The hair is good, no, man. Like, but it ain't it ain't white, like white people hair. People. Yeah. 
like no, there's nothing wrong with this hair. I'm saying it's 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 normal hair. It's not it's normal black people. And I'd rather want to have Jeanette hair than white people. Then, right. Hair. So Thank why you? I'd rather have a fro than over here. My hair just smell like dog shit all day. So why y'all be trying to? Why are you trying to make fun of dog water and shit? Right. So you know, but like if we're if we're talking about like hair textures. Your hair texture is hard hair, period. You know, you have to comb your hair out. If you have to fly iron your hair, if you have to contain your hair, if you can't just get up and brush it and walk out, then you have hard hair, Look, period. Though, our hair is healthier than Somali people's hair, honestly. And they're more likely to get lice than us, honestly. Look. Oh, and also, I'm going to need white people to stop, you know, comparing themselves to us. No offense, but don't ever come at me and be like, "How many? Ew, Halima, you only wash your hair once a week." Yeah, bitch, mind your fucking business. <laughs> I can't. I don't get lice in my hair. Like, like help you for niggas wash your hair every day. Niggas, like first of all, niggas was in elementary school getting their hair checked in. Bitch, it wasn't me. Really <laughs> though, <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I was not in that Mind line then. Looking for bugs and shit in niggas' hair. What the fuck? Like, what the hell? Right. Don't so, ever disrespect me. I am black, bitch. Anyways. So, continue. yeah. Y'all crazy as hell. I don't know. Like, good episode. <laughs> y'all parents y'all parents misled y'all your parents taught y'all the wrong things and i just want to say it is 2021 okay stop trying to be ignorant like you sitting over here and you you like i just don't understand the people who sit over here and they like say oh i love myself i love being black blah 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 but then in the same sentence you and it really just be the parents like the parents like for example um just not too long ago this is actually a good example because it just happened not too long ago there was a wedding in ohio and the people in ohio like obviously there's somebody went too and they had um brought on a Somali singer. Her name is Farhiana B. Says, right? And this woman, and that's not all she said because I had it translated by Somali people, right? And they said she was that she was making fun of like their stinge, like how they were smelling. She was making fun of like the fact that like she was sitting in like nice hotels and they had they was riding around and like you know how they had like somebody driving her around and how they was pulled up in like vans. And then she recorded a whole bunch of moms out there making fun of the moms that was sitting at the Bantu moms, right? Yes. And then these people, these people, these bleached females, because they hate themselves so much, they want to defend these women that they want to look like. Right. They sit over here like, so what if she said y'all stink? Y'all do stink anyways. Y'all need to listen to her. Like y'all really letting somebody who don't give a F about you sit here and talk shit about you and then you want to defend. Like they, they, that's how much they hate themselves that anything that the person that they want to be says, they want to accept. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you sitting here, you talk like this lady is talking shit about somebody who could have possibly been your auntie, mm-hmm. right? And then you want to justify it by saying, "Yeah, hey, I do stink, bitch. You stink too." And because you a human, ever, they'll forever support other people than their own, own people. Their we own. have good Mahawai singers. We have good freaking Kisabula singers. singers. Like what y'all, y'all not doing? trying to pay none of them. Come on, y'all be shaking your asses to their songs. And and, and, and their shit. and their excuse is well, they're but, famous. Who made him famous? In what world are they famous? Can can I tell a white person, oh, you know who Fadia Kapara is? And they're gonna say, Oh yeah, I love her. Yeah. No, bitch. <laughs> they're just famous towards the band. They they famous to the y'all. Somali they community. they famous to y'all and they famous to y'all because y'all wanna beat him. Y'all literally sit here and y'all idolize these people because After they talk shit and about they, your and, and on top of that, like you idolizing somebody who gay. Like, really? come with on, a mohawk? with a mohawk who dresses like a dyke with red lipstick, and she's the man, she's the man in the relationship. Like, what, <laughs> what, what dyke has a red lipstick, babe? Do you want to be a feminine, a feminine or do you want to be a male? Like, she what said, is I'm it? Gay with the on and the mohawk. 
Right. And then and they're really saying like it wasn't her talking shit, it was her girlfriend. And then it don't matter though. Her and girlfriend is talking to the same people. And then in the same world. sentence, they also hired they didn't hire this. Oh, this, and there was another Somali guy that they hired. He came. Last time that's where they stank. Yeah, he came and he was also talking shit about them too. And they continued to hire them. So I just want to say to my people, let me tell you this real quick. Okay, let me let me check y'all because y'all be thinking that y'all just all that and y'all smell good and y'all this and y'all that. Believe me, y'all be stinking too because I go to Somali weddings and y'all be stinking too just like everybody else. Okay, and I, there's hella people in there be getting hot. It be that's, and then, it's, the it's, and then y'all be know. like, y'all be like, oh, why don't y'all just put on deodorant? Bitch, y'all think deodorant is just invincible to stink? Like when you put when you when people go to the gym, right? They put on deodorant, they go to the gym, they stink. Deodorant, always up to the gym. That's and then go to a wedding. That's another issue. Buddy. Like there's so there's so many things revolving around why like something can smell, and and then it be like the holes don't even be big. And then and they don't have like a season in them. So people sweat. People sometimes, honestly, when people be saying stuff like that, sometimes it's not even like, oh, the people actually smell. Sometimes it's just rooted in racism. Literally. Right? Like, okay, we're black, so we stink. Yeah. Like, like you went to a crowd of dark people and then you came out and your first initial thought was, oh my God, they stink. Like, and then y'all wonder why white people be forever saying racist shit to y'all is because y'all don't even you you can't even accept yourself. So it's like, how do you expect other people to accept? She was you? like, okay, so her girlfriend said that stuff about y'all. Okay, it wasn't her that said it was her girlfriend. She could have easily told her girlfriend, oh, don't do that, don't say shit like that. Was her girlfriend there though? But it's to me, oh, it's just no. ridiculous. We keep but saying, we keep saying, the girlfriend. Same, they're the like, same person, though. They're together. They're the same. Like she could have told her girlfriend, person. "Oh no, that's wrong with you. That's foul. Don't say stuff like that." Because I, I have red nail, red nail polish on, and I just got my pedicure. She could have said that because I can't pray either. Obviously, she could have said that. The girlfriend's talking shit. She's talking shit. Too. No, and she actually did talk shit. They said she was there like a couple months ago, and she was talking shit then, and she's talking shit now. So my also stop having these. <laughs> so she was talking shit about y'all earlier. And then y'all invited yeah, her back. Still, that's how dumb Bantu people are. Like you guys are so stupid. Like y'all need to start supporting your own. Can, can we get your opinion on that now that I told you that story? And what do you think since you're Somali? I mean, I mean, like the thing is, I'm not here to speak for all Somalis. I'm just here to speak of course. yourself, like, right? Yeah. Um. Man, it's it's crazy, man. Because like we do hear that a lot. Like we hear, oh, you, but you yeah. said you experienced like colorism from your own people. I believe that. Ooh. I mean, okay, so like going back to going back to like um, the fact that the fact that like we hear about things like oh, you know, you guys smell or you guys do that, you know, like it's just that that cultural barrier that that we have in between us when and it's not so much like. Somalia is a homogeneous, like, uh, it's a homogeneous country, like one of the only ones mm -hmm. where everything's the same, same face, same culture, same everything. So what I'm not understanding is the fact that how are you guys going to say certain things about certain people? And really, I, I just believe that there in Somalia, there's a superiority complex, you know, like mm -hmm. where, where there's like, oh, you know. I guess they would put you guys at the bottom or they would put the other people at the top, you know? And if you are a light-skinned person, oh my God, man. You're getting you're, it all there. You're getting, like, you're set for life, basically. That's as long right. as you stay that color. As long as you <laughs> so stay, when the summertime I mean, come I mean, around, I mean, I mean, you're not set no more. <laughs> bro, and then what pissed, what, what pissed me off is that I even have some family members that 
that bleach their skin. Wow. wow. Can we have that bleach conversation some other time too? Because, oh my. Um, I mean, this kind of goes hand in hand to everything we're talking about now. So you can definitely bring that in up. In her so. situation, um, in her situation, I really don't, I really don't agree with anything that she said. Um, mainly because of the fact that how ignorant and stupid she is. Mm-hmm. But like society will always like praise the liars. But when you tell the truth, they'll bash you for it. Yeah. So I like that's just my take on it. I really, um, I really don't know too much about her. Even like the fact that she um, she does her own thing with whoever, you know, kind of threw me off guard. Oh, her being gay. And at the mm-hmm. same time. My mom's not gonna be this I guess she had a point. Whatever, uh, these Bantu people need to change and all that. Like, and especially when it comes to your weddings and shit, y'all need to plan something out. Have an AC in there. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers need a shower and all that before they come to weddings. Like, come on, and make sure you're if you're about to invite. Bro, I know, mother. Invite. There's no invitation to Bantu weddings and shit. But you know, oh, you know, there's gonna come the nineteenth. Then 19th, June 19th is when I, <laughs> no, that's what I think. That's Kissing Pillars, huh. yeah. Who's God, this, you don't know her, but you're a child, ain't nobody ever invited. We just go, yeah. Been to, been to <laughs> pull up <laughs> if you don't want your wedding stinking and all that. Like, plan ahead, make sure your hall is big, make sure there's AC. Do you guys like in there? Not really, I can't. I feel like a lot of people. I don't, I don't think it's. I, I, yeah, I don't think it's up to us. It's, it's our parents. If, yeah, if, a lot of people just do it for the parents, and the parents usually just do it because they want to win up their friends. Yeah, <laughs> that's just a waste of money. I'm gonna shake the guy's hand and be like, "Yes, yes, yes," and then and get on a flight. Personally, yeah, I'm trying to go on a honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. that seven day I'd rather spend like money on a house going to Paris and shit. Instead of going to a party that everybody's going to talk shit about after. That people are going to ruin and shit because all they do is fight at weddings. And then you, you invite a Somali and they talk shit about your ass. Yeah, that seven day tradition thing. Seven days better be litty. That seven day tradition thing be... Not about to be litty. I feel like that would be the most boring day of my life. I feel like motherfuckers... Yes. That would be the most boring days of my Seven life. Seven days, my guy. Nigga, I would think be tired of people talking about for an hour. No, no, no. Think about that. Not think if you that. and your nigga was doing it before. Ooh. Ooh. No, no. <laughs> we wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be boring if you and your nigga was doing it Ooh, before. Ooh, you know what we should do? We should, we should say one, like, cultural thing that everybody does in that culture or, like, something that. It's different. Everybody gets that shit? Yeah. Somalis do it too? You guys, um... I was kind of thrown off by this where um, I was in Utah mm-hmm. and back like, like in like 03, 04, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, my neighbors, um, like we grew up with them, they were a Bantu family, so I don't really even like using the word, but um, bas- basically, um, they put like dresses or something. I mean, not dresses, but like clothes. I know what he's talking clothes. about. On the walls. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was like, okay, it was either two things. You're drying them off. He's talking about, like, the shara'ah, like, how they have. Yeah. That's just the old generation. That's just how they grew up, like, back in the day. Now, listen, listen, man, they're doing what? (laughs) They're drying the clothes. 
They what? drive. They what? I thought they were like. I mean, this was when I was a kid, not right, right now. Right, 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 right. So it was like either they're drying them off because in our <laughs> in our house, what we would do is like we would have like a string, um, that's a rope that's all mm-hmm. about yeah. clips, and we would just dry mm-hmm. them off like this. I was like, okay, maybe this is a new version. Yeah, not new. It's it's or, um something is like maybe that's like the wallpaper that they wanted to, you know, like, the wallpaper. It's, it's called <laughs> it's called so, shara it's called yeah. shara and that's, yeah, that's just the decoration yeah and yeah. that's just what they um like i guess that's and that's the older generation like, like they be decorating your house like that and like, i'm ripping that shit off because i remember when my cousin was getting married and we were decorating her house so, I'm so glad my mom ain't into that shit because I if she had shut up, I was sitting there standing on top of a ladder. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing was, other thing was, there was no lights in the house. They, yeah, like, they don't like no, lights either. No, like, no, that's that's true. Like our people, no, for some reason, like they, they like a dim light. Like they don't, they, they like it dark it. in there yeah. and they shut up all over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like um, that's just cultural things. Like they, I don't know why they do that, that's but something that they're used to. They grew up, you know. They grew up in the dark. But, like, I feel like what they don't understand is when you have, like, all that shit out in your house, like, the, the smell stays in your house in, yeah, because yeah. it's there's so many things that's covering. It doesn't give your room, your yeah, house or your room time to just get all that air yeah. out, you know? Yeah, so, so it does. Yeah, like, it, that's, you're, if you ever wonder why people be like, oh, your house stink, that's because you have too much things just blocking yeah, just the blocking air to be coming in and out your house. Like, if you're covering it all with, like, all this dust and all this, um, just chill really out thinking that's cute. and it's really not cute but you know what to each his own if you like it i love it <laughs> what's, i don't like it either but uh, what's what's one of your cultural things um you know when girls get on their periods and they do that little dance oh yeah oh, you guys do that too but yeah. we do it we do it a little bit differently how do y'all be doing oh, <laughs> ours is different thinking about the get stripped naked tell me about that because let me my dad don't fuck with that though. Like my dad was like, my daughter in her period, yeah. better not do that shit. To explain to us, like elaborate for us, illiterate people. Basically, it's hot on, bro. I think so. I think it's hot on too. It's hot on. That's it. Sounds very um. What well, what do they do? Basically, like the the little girl, she's on her period. You know, that doesn't have to be a little girl. She's on her period, and then the first seven days. You know, you know, you tell everybody about it. Then on the last day, yeah, they dance for her. Shave for you for what? Mm-hmm. And, they, and they shave everything, and then they have you know, dance around naked. Look at the time. Yeah. Hold on, let me pause it. Interesting. Go ahead. So they they shave. They shave. They shave your coochie for you. Okay. And they shave your head too. But what else? And then shave your head. They take off all the hair, and then. You have to dance naked mm-hmm. in front of my you're only wearing you're only wearing a waist bead. Yeah. And it's just beads. And then they have you dance around in a circle naked and they're singing this song. They're singing this culture song and stuff. It's so up pause. I'm gonna tell you what they do in my religion. Cause they do something similar, but not, not my religion. In my culture. But anything else I wanna add on to that really crazy that shit? Was, uh, um, um I don't I don't even think like so you guys did that? Hell no, dude. You I did? Yeah. How do you feel? Life. Like, were you traumatized? Yeah, so it was traumatizing. It was it was odd. How but many females were there? It, it's mostly like older aunties, older aunties and like grandmothers and stuff. Mm. And you know, there's only like two people that actually know the song. And personally, I don't think my mom wanted to do it, but they were like, Oh, it's it's part of the culture, you have to do it, it's a tradition. And at that point, it's like there's some traditions we can leave in the gutter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like that. 
Like, I yeah. feel like it's uh, even as a kid, I was like, I don't even think this is how do, I don't even think this is hello. I don't even think this is normal. It's not like you're but, sexualizing a little girl. Like, first of all, it's, nah, it's, it's not even supposed to be sexualized. It's supposed to be like a oh, she's coming into womanhood. But it's so odd, and it's like it's just an odd concept because you're butt ass naked. You know, they put you in a room, they tell you shit. You know, and some like now you got your period. Whoop-de-doo. And then they be like, Don't they, get no they're sexually like, shit. You could, yeah. They start lecturing you. They're they like, start oh. lecturing with hellish. First of all, they be lecturing you incorrectly. They be like, oh, don't have sex or you'll get pregnant immediately, and your parents will hate you and shit like that. And yeah, like, that's terrible. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the my. Uh, culture, it's kind of well. This they don't do it no more because when my little sister just had recently got her period and it didn't happen to her, yeah. and then my other sister, they didn't do it but it happens. But, but it, it happened to me, and I'm 21, so it, this is not that long ago. It's been like a couple years that this stupid ass shit was going on, which and they still could possibly be going on right now to the people, maybe like the Ohio or like people who are still in the deep culture deep shit, culture like shit, Ohio, yeah. Minnesota, and like places like that. It still could be happening. Good. Good thing, like, like here in um, Seattle has been, like, more, like, it's, it has, it's not being normalized, you know? Mm-hmm. But this is how, how they do it in the Mahabai uh, culture. So, when I first got my period, I, you know, announced it to my mom that, I, you know, received my period. And, of course, she announced it to my aunties, my all them people, mm-hmm. right? And then they came and they showered me in the shower. It was my, it was only two people. Like, it was my grandma and then mm-hmm. my um, grandma's friend, which she was a close so I was like, okay, that's that's okay because she was close to me anyways. So it's like they took me a shower and then they wrapped me in guntino. So I wasn't butt naked. They put some guntino around me, came downstairs, they put like beads on my head and stuff like that. And then they just they sat me down and they like kind of just um talked to me about like periods and all that mm-hmm. stuff, you know. I was just like, okay. And I you know, even then, it's it's so uncomfortable for somebody who's not your mother mm-hmm. to be showering you butt as naked as a female. That that just lets little girls know, like, okay, like it's just so like men, like do that shit to men. Like when they hit puberty and you see all them pimples, like do make them feel uncomfortable. Did, did they talk mm-hmm. to you about like the the virginity test? No, oh, they didn't do no virginity test. I mean, no, they don't. Like, they don't do it. But I know, like, I don't know if they still do They're so right fucking now because, weird. Leave us alone, okay? Like, I, I don't mean, know if they do that stuff anymore because, I mean, I'm not married. But people... Oh, like, when they I, get married and stuff? Mm-hmm, I know people they would check. say... They say that people, like, after your first night with your husband, they'll check your covers they, I, or they'll put a finger I heard that, too. I heard that, too. <laughs> I heard that, too. There's always something. You can sit there. No, I heard that either. And then, like, they, they don't do that no more. But what they do do now is they, like, listen in to see if you're, like, screaming or or if you're, like, loud or whatever to see if you really, like... And first of all, it's like, who the fuck are you? Like, you're not God. So what does my virginity have nothing to do with you? They was already committed to Right. Like, and then it's like they're so uneducated they don't understand that a female does not need to be having sex to pop her cherry so she can really be riding a bike and her cherry will pop she can put on a fucking um what's that a tampon her mm-hmm. her cherry will pop and for you know? some people like sex don't hurt for some people like so there's so, there's, there's so many ways that a female's body can function that these dumbass old ladies they think that is literally just sex that will pop your cherry so it's like they 
this female must keen to like she original whole entire life this is her first night having sex her cherry didn't pop for because what if the nigga dick ain't even that big so it didn't even insert the right spot to pop the cherry right because let's let's assume he a virgin so he don't even know what he's doing too right and then y'all come in the next morning y'all don't see blood now y'all ho shaming her y'all talking shit about her y'all telling all the parents y'all trying to get this guy to divorce her all for what because you're on females i feel like we go through like a lot of like um we get sexualized a lot even like in our culture like they don't see it but like um they say a lot of things like oh don't come like don't oh your uncle's coming go upstairs and go change oh like even like when you're just wearing like a body they'll be like go put on a cardigan your uncle's coming if you have to tell your kids to go put on yeah, a cardigan because of uncle's coming check the, check, check the, the uncle. uncle check the uncle okay oh, and we need to talk about how bad two parents don't be believing when their daughter tells them somebody in the family member has touched them. And right. Shit. Change that narrative because I promise you, even the father can be as nasty as that. Y'all need to mm. start trusting y'all females. Y'all need to stop putting your females as a low down. Like, they be putting us so underneath. Like, they put these men on such a high pedestal that everything we say is just, like, it's not true. And it's really so fucked up. We can, that's the thing, though. Like, it's so hard to build a relationship. When in the Bantu community, it's hard to build a relationship with your mom and shit, with your parents, and all they did was put you down and shit your whole fucking life, not listening to you, you know, once you tell them shit, you know. They're always going to be in the other person's fucking side because, oh, you're just lying, you're young and lying, what to do? But, like, oh, you're a hoe. I knew it ever since you were little that you're fast. Like, let's just say, like, they they end up believing the kids, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, What would happen? Like, what is... You'd hope it doesn't happen no. often where they believe the kids. No, but... like let's just say they do, right? Mm-hmm. And the kid ends up ends up lying. What are you gonna do? First of all, you even if the person does end up lying, just knowing that like some little girl, right? Like let's say in the family, there's like five girls in the family, and one girl says, "Hey, mom, like I've been raped or whatever," right? And she's lying, but like you believe her and you show like, "Yeah, I believe you, no matter what," right? Mm-hmm. And then she ends up lying. That's okay because the next little girl, she knows that if that happens to me, my mom will believe me. You know, that's all that people want to know. Like, no, I I feel like believe every rape victim unless they're it's proven that they're lying. You know, just believe every rape victim until they're proven that they're lying. Because if you show somebody just a little bit of like, oh no, you're lying, the next person is not gonna want to come out and talk to you just because they know, like, okay, you don't even believe rape and victims. They're gonna deal with that trauma for the rest, the rest of their life, life, all because they know that you don't even believe in them. I'm you sorry, know? but I, I know for a fact there's a lot of rape within the Bentu community. Oh yeah, there is. But like. And nobody like when to say it. it's like so it's just that shit is just eating motherfuckers up in the inside and shit because if you end up mentioning somebody it's you're lying this and that you've been doing this and that what you're fast you're you've fast. been trying to and then they wonder why their little girls be like 13 and 12 trying to have sex baby have that sex uncle that you had in the house they don't trust you for shit they don't and that's all from the depression that. shit you feel me depression People show depression in so many different types of ways and shit. If you see your daughter doing all types of shit, that, you know, you got to ask, like, what's wrong? Like, if that shit can come from depression, from, you know, a family member touching her or some shit. Like, that's just, I don't know. But that's something that two parents don't understand. Like, they don't, or there's a lot of depression within our community, but it's just hard to show it because there's always going to be somebody they don't even believe in depression anyways yeah they don't believe in depression they don't believe in depression at all it's like okay like they do like pay on it right like 
may are gal ate yeah like, y'all can play on it and y'all can still be out here tripping me and bothering me all the damn time like i'm sorry but i feel like the the only thing that really like that's helping us bantu people from not killing ourselves is because of the quran and shit you feel me like i feel like that's the only thing that's Stopping us, stopping us from killing ourselves. And what we know exactly, like if you die, you kill yourself. What to do? You're going to hell or shit. That's the other thing that's really stopping us. But like, it's fucked up. Yeah, we're we're recording. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, like take some time out of your day, try to reflect on what we said. Um, well, <laughs> even though even though I didn't really know uh, too much about. Um, Thank God. You said that. <laughs> like, even though I didn't know too much about that. Um, well, now you know. Well, now, yeah, I learned something new today, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people did too. Okay. And thank you guys so much for tuning in to Let's, Let's Talk, Talk Bantus, Bantus, period. <laughs>